Are you sitting comfortably? Good. Then we'll begin. We shall be as a city upon a hill. The eyes of all people are upon us. They can tell us we're crazy, and we can say, well, you haven't seen anything yet. Our society is complex, and we teach our students that they could just fix it. Go fix a military helicopter and see how far you get with that. I get the step, he must get the step. I get the clock radio, he cannot afford. <laughs> Great success. But yeah, um, yeah, folks, uh, I do actually appreciate you doing this with me because uh, I know the plan was to have like a cozy drinking sesh, but... Uh, Oh, well, that's still happening. Yeah, I know, but like, I just uh, I needed something to get out on a on a yes. fucking. Uh, sun... What day is it? On a Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I will probably do one by myself at some point, but I don't know how that's gonna go. You know what I mean? I think um, the same setting, just without us, yourself, some whiskey. Um... This is quite nice. This Roanco. Yeah, it's really nice whiskey. That is very smoky, mate. Really I, I actually quite like that. <laughs> Uh, shout out to Rowan Co for um, sponsoring. Sponsoring today's episode. <laughs> mm. Have any of you actually listened to an episode yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have not. No, I've listened to some clips that you put on your story. Well, you're not real fan, then, Mike. Get the fuck out. I wanted to listen to the most recent one made, but I forget what you're talking about. Uh, we talked about religion. It got really deep because I was like, to her, I missed out on a week, so I was kind of saying, oh, like I, I need to get one done this week. Double Yeah, and I, I well. I was like, I'd rather not do it by no, myself. The episode, not me. <laughs> <laughs> no tag team. He was, yeah, I was going to say. Well, but apart from his two-headed schlong. <laughs> my schlong. My schlong. But I was going to, um, I was like, just sit down with me and, and we'll get this done. And Jesus, that happens a lot, doesn't it? Yeah, me, I know. It just, it, when the, whenever the moment, you know, wherever it takes you. But I was just like, let's sit down. And it got quite deep. We talked about religion and God and I got really like Peterson-esque on it in terms of like, life is suffering. Just pick up your cross and bear it. Um, if I was to listen to one episode of your podcast, what would it be? This one. This one. You're in it, mate. Yeah, you'd just be like, boys, it was actually on a podcast there. That's what I mean. I mean, like, there, it was well, on a podcast. This is your first podcast episode. This is my first podcast. <laughs> well, it's your first podcast. That's kind of crazy. Mate, I'm glad that we're the ones to pop your cherry. Ah ha ha. Ah ha ha. Ah ha ha. Wait, did ha. you just fucking plug? You plugged the podcast <laughs> in the podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm actually the worst for plugging the podcast because in work, I'm just like to everyone, like, hey guys, you know, if you're looking for something to listen to, you check out the podcast. And it's like, we have a group chat on, on uh, like Facebook in, in work. And I was like messaging, it's like, guys, like, come on, it's Saturday the day, it's on YouTube. All you have to do is fucking click on it. Like, it's, it's that one easy. Link. It's one click. Yeah, it's like one click away. It's an hour's entertainment while you're doing a bit of work. Just relax. But they're like, no, Ryan, that's kind of crazy. Fuck off, Jordan. I'm going to slap you with that schlong of a mic in a minute. <laughs> Um, have you gotten much feedback on the name like what's one people when you ask people like well, what do you think of the name or do you even just, just like it's kind of crazy and what do they say um, well I know because I was talking to you about it what <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say oh. you just usually go yeah it's kind of crazy yeah. <laughs> 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 I mean dude he was, he, was, he was channeling myself and he was there for weeks pinging about names back and forth and he was like oh. Arr, I don't know what to call it Danny Help me. I was like, I don't, I don't know if kind of crazy suits if it's too fucking boring. Mm-hmm. She is boring. This is my wife. I think it's good. Cool. It's very easy to remember. Mm. I was going to wait till episode 10 to make a Patreon, but um, I might fucking have to do it now, Monday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no house bars. It's for the kids. <laughs> hey, who's one guest you want to get on with in the next year? Like, no matter Leah Radker. 
Mate, I don't think that could happen. Because I emailed the secretary and I said this before. This is before the Dude, podcast. You should fucking phone his secretary and pretend to be him and tell him he has an appointment that. Well, Dude. Yeah. <laughs> and just be like, uh, actually, Mary, uh, you cannot schedule an appointment in for me there. Uh, get the drivers down and, uh, you know, we have to take a spin around. Uh, listen, um, we're really six times. <laughs> <laughs> gonna have to bring a litre of vodka, um, some spirits, and maybe some uh, condoms and lube from the George. Uh, nowhere else, please. If you can, I'm sure they have some left. Uh, we're gonna have to cut the red ribbon on that soon. Get it open back up before Christmas. But I he turn up. Um, I think I was talking to Gary, and he was like, "Mate, you could break up with Leo Radka's boy or his husband or whatever it is," and like he wouldn't know. He just pretend to be him. You could swoop in for sympathy sex. Yeah, I just be like, "What's his name?" Like David doesn't be like, hey, "Dave, listen to me, come here to me, and um, I'll keep you company for the night, and uh, I'll send you some ASMR more videos you can listen to of uh, my sweet, sweet voice in your ear." And then he'll just come over. But Danny, you, you like. See, when I do this, I'm very like, oh, I'm a fucking imposter at this game. And then I'm like, I'm I'm quite fortunate that you and Gary and like, you know, I'm in this circle where a lot of you are creatives and it's not like, it's like the, I'm the one that's deviating more from the norm of my friends than anyone else because I like actually have a job, like a quote unquote actual job. Uh-huh. So like, I'm quite fortunate in that regard. And then when I come and do this, I'm like, oh, I'm a fucking imposter, you know, uh, among us very sus and then I, I come and talk to you guys and you guys are just like when we did that first one where i was fucking dreadful and hated myself um you were like spot on with everything you were saying yeah but like you know what i mean it's just like i didn't like how i sounded and i try the next day i literally went into work and i was looking up how to speak properly and how to like you know slow down how you talk says <laughs> the fellow the first time i ever met this dude he came to my house when i think we were like 12 first year mm. and my mom goes did you get elocution lessons when you were younger? <laughs> it was over Skype, mate. Was Cause, over yeah, because we were playing. Um, See, normally my mom just heard like either fucking porn or like uh, FIFA videos coming out on my PC when I was a kid. And then one Sunday morning, we used to call like eight AM on a Sunday morning. Yeah. Myself, myself on Skype. Uh, it was like, what's the story, Danny? <laughs> <laughs> Danny, what's going on, man? Are we playing card zombies? Danielle, what the fuck is that? And she was like, and you were just like, uh, that's Ryan, man. Ryan, they are friend from Skill. You're like a mate, you faggot. Yeah, he was like, Ryan, do you ever do elocution lessons? And I was like, excuse me, what, what are elocution lessons? He was just there, he was just there like, uh, speech and drama. I was like, oh yeah, I did speech and drama for a while. That's right. I, I, can't, like, I can't picture, because obviously my voice was completely different. Mm. I genuinely Man, you think, had a proper scumbag no, actually, when you were a kid. But I genuinely think, oh yeah. <laughs> I genuinely think you sound the exact same as you did. I think your voice broke when you're probably 10. After your leg broke, your voice broke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you look way more intimidating then than you do now. As I say, Benjamin Button syndrome hit you heavy. That's fair. Because remember you sent me that, uh, what was it, the Snapchat memory of me from four years ago. I, my face looks so much like circular. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, whoa, I was such a fat cunt. Um, but Sorry, mate. The pictures of you circulating are 12. Like, circulating is the right word to use. Using a compass. Oh, my God. I remember at the back of um, English class. I think we were in the back of English class even from first year. In, yeah. In Dave's. Like, I remember how much of a chalk and cheese combo we were. Because you were this prim, proper, kind of like, rah, you know. Oh, these were the, like, the pre, pre-crash. Like, we went to vintage markets on a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> they, they were just like, <laughs> they were just normal farmer's markets. Like, it wasn't anything. I got a brownie camera at the weekend. I was like, what the there fuck's is a brownie camera? What Unfortunate that, that that ended up being used to store all the fucking regulated like goods. Yeah. yeah. What does that even mean? I spent my Sundays playing FIFA and then having a few po- see my dad drink himself <laughs> in an abyss watching Chelsea lose 4 0. And that's where our fucking similarities lie, Has really. Chelsea <laughs> lost 4 0. <laughs> 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 mm. 
No, you watch the Formula One and it's fascinating by how you could just watch the cars go. Right. And then I got hooked. <laughs> and then I started smoking weed and then I understood exactly how it felt. <laughs> Daddy issues. Yeah, because Jordan, I don't think we were that, like, we weren't that close in school until, like, after school. We got, like, acquainted. No, it was after school, yeah. It was yeah. when we went to that one gig together <laughs> by ourselves. PM onwards. Yeah, from 3.30 It was a secret friendship. We had private email accounts. Um... Yeah, no, we, we, we were in, we were, I used to sit in front of you as in English. Like that English class that he's talking about. I sat in front of you. Yeah, because yeah, well, you, you, you don't, you don't remember though, do you? Yeah, no yeah. one did. You're like, that, you're like that Mandela syndrome. You know the thing? The Mandela effect where it's yeah. like, Jordan was actually there from that whole time. You just can't see him in your yeah, head. at least seven names for Jordan. I didn't know which yeah. one it was. Yeah, either or not, to be honest. Um, <laughs> no, we, when was the first? We went to a concert together. We yeah. went to Snow Patrol. Together. Yeah, because that was I, our first I remember being in the gym and Danny was getting on to me and he was like, uh, Jordan actually had these tickets and uh, I'm, not, I'm not into indie music. Uh, this is at the time, of course, uh, a couple yeah, of years ago. And I was like, I was like, uh, me and Jordan actually haven't, like we're in the same friend group and we haven't actually spent any time together alone. Uh, so sure, I'll go. And then it was literally like, I picked you up, we got into the car, got to the Lewis stop. And then I would just kind of sat on the Lewis and I was like, okay, okay, I'll see what Jordan's about. I'll get, I'll get to know him a bit better. And you were just saying like, so I should have got that part in chat. I mean, like I was sitting at the director's office and I, I just knew I was going to get it. It should have been me. And then I was just sitting there and the Lewis just like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Have you seen Hamilton? Um, yeah, okay. I haven't seen it, no. And he was like, well, let me tell you the story of Alexander Hamilton. And I was like, oh, who's your, who's your favorite? Have you, uh, Burr, do you, know, do you know who I'm on about? And I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. cool, cool, cool. And that, that made up most of the trip plus the music. So that was nice. Yeah, no, that's probably 100% spot on, like, of how I used to talk to people when I was 19. Used to? <laughs> Mate, <laughs> come Mate, on. Hamilton is too mainstream now to be cool. It's not cool Because anymore. it's on Disney Plus yeah, now. Yeah, it's too mainstream. Everybody's seen it now. Have I was you seen like, it on Disney Plus? No, oh, yeah, I haven't watched it. I haven't watched it. I know it should, but I haven't got right it, it is amazing on Disney Plus, but, like, I've seen it three times live at... Yeah, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When me and Maeve were in London in January, I tried to like enter the raffle to get tickets because they're like £120 for a ticket. Like, they got gold dust. Yeah, I was like, fuck, no, that's not going to happen. Obviously, we didn't win the raffle, didn't end up seeing Hamilton in London. Would have been nice, but you know how it is, black and yellow. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> what's so fucking funny to you? Anyway, uh, um, Dara, me and you have been friends since me and Danny have been friends because we were like a little trio in first year. Yeah, fact, man, me, you and Danny in first year were like, I don't know what happened the second year. I kind of just stopped hanging around. You had older same. mates. You had mates. Uh, Aaron Folgers. Yeah, both of you, by the way, went off like, and you were just both so, like repetitive. What did you do? Who were you hanging around with? Uh, listen, let's not give it <laughs> 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 Hey, you had a long year. <laughs> you do the second off. Like, oh, sorry, I'm, I'm mates with four years now and fifth years. I'm like, you're 12. You're getting groomed. Relax. I actually remember that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How the fuck do you remember that? I just do. Like you're a like, social observer, mate. Yeah. I was the one in the background. Like as I said, you never knew I was there. That's I used to just watch going. Oh yeah, yeah. You're like the guy from fucking you with the cap. You just like turn around, yeah, you're yeah, like yeah. taking notes. I'm invisible. But yeah, um, yeah, we were really close in first year. Then like second year took a break, and then I think it was like third and fourth year we started getting like really close again. Well, like, I suppose it's like a third year, yeah. And then, and we're really close. You sat beside each other in the same class. Yeah, like, do you know what I mean? Because you remember that time when... Fifth year again, really, though. Was it Dara and Craig Corcoran got in a fight? Yeah, it was first year. That first was the year. fight, man. Yeah, I know, yeah, but like when you... absolutely fucking mauled you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was an open contest, mate. <laughs> that, that's what inspired you to start fighting. <laughs> no, because the fight, you couldn't take that out. Whatever, whatever yeah. teacher was in the room, yeah, I was like, I'm not just going to hit him. So I was like, I was like I'll there give was no teacher in the room. No, it was like, it was some bullshit. You threw water on me. I was like, he was teaching you a fucking 
Yeah. And then he's like, I don't want to be a cunt and just like hit my smack. So like, I'll just like hit me in the arm and be sound. Soul Slam absolutely destroyed me. That's yeah. how it played out. Yeah. Basically. But then me. But like all the three of us got called out by Mr. Thompson. Do you remember that? And then, like, he was on our case for a year. He used to come up behind us in the hallway and just be like, lads, can I talk to you for a second there? He's a bit rapey, to be honest. But he, he's that's like, who he was. He like, looked like Nosferatu. Yes. <laughs> that's an apt yeah. description. Like He moves like Hosier, though. No, you, know, you know the um, the critic from Ratatouille? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, where yeah, he used yeah, to walk. Yeah, yeah. No, that's fair, that's fair. Yeah, yeah mate, sure. Um, we'll, we'll, get, we'll take a brief recess to sip on no, some no, Rolling Coke. No, hey, the show must go on. Oh, no, but, like, we're just addressing this. Oh, okay. <laughs> Lovely pop. My mom just uh, sent me a text saying she has coke down here. So, uh, oh, like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Coca Cola. Yeah, um, yeah, um, it's really weird how, like, after the six years that we were in secondary school, it ended up being like our group that ended like that got together. Do you know what I mean? No, I'm because, yeah, story. yeah, I, I didn't think you were gay at all. <laughs> <laughs> All those bingo nights, I mean. Um, but yeah, no, it's really weird because yeah, I, we were in a completely different... Me, me and you were in a completely different group in like sixth year towards the end. And like, we went on a six-year holiday sans... Sorry, you dudes didn't go on our six-year holiday. That's no, no. Yeah. We were still really good friends then. That was like, I used to... Who, you went it? away with... The Stay and all, you went, yeah. yeah, you went to... I went, I went to Maga. You went to Cabos, was it? Maga. <laughs> that was before it meant something else. <laughs> See, it was weird enough. Like you definitely could have came on our six-year holiday. You yeah. were close enough that you could have. Yeah, yeah but I, this Same is this Dylan. is Jordan who never drank before, never been to a club before. It would have been like literally Dude, a baptism of fire. I was just because like, <laughs> the, the lads I went with, yeah, they had like two or three nights where they didn't go out, so I had to go out by myself and just meet up with the rest of the fucking. Yeah, but you had our whole fucking year there. Yeah, true. We were the only group there. I would have went out by myself anyways. Now I'm here. It's uh, it's I I feel hopefully Enrico gets a six-year holiday, my brother. Um, but I feel really bad for the people who just graduated six year. Yeah. Because they don't have a six year holiday. Do you think they'll make up for it? Like, they'll go. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. 100%. I hope they're prepping their second they, they didn't even get a Debs. Like, no, no, they didn't even get Debs. I think the Debs is overrated. Well, ours yeah, was yeah, anyway. It was, mate. Yeah. It, yeah. it must be over. But I still, that was my first ever night getting pissed. Really? And it was. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That I was my first, first nightclub. The fellow, yeah. like, it was those were. So I won't mention any names, but he got he got sexually molested on his first night in a club, <laughs> yeah. and I, he kind of was like both scared and and like. Ero- so this like, this is my first on. time getting any form of tipsy. So I had two drinks, and the two bottles killed me, right? But I, I was right. We, me and Danny were talking to on on we can, she who must not be named, right? right okay. Um, and I was up against the wall, and Danny fucked off, and I'm a bit like tipsy at this stage. This is my like probably second time actually drinking. And all of a sudden, I was pinned up against the wall like some innocent prey, and I just went with it. And like, I honestly left that nightclub thinking this must happen all the time. Like, when you said me and Jimmy, like she was holding you like legs over her shoulders against the wall. Like, she might as well have been a double <laughs> leg. Oh, it was mate, absolutely like, Hashtag believe all men. Like I felt like McGregor <laughs> against Khabib. Like I was against that fucking. Get the legs tied up. He was going nowhere. Yeah. But to be fair to him, like you, you got taken down the stairs. Like led, you know that kind of when you get led by you want to cross the floor and yeah. all you have you hold on to this scrawny bony hand. And you're <laughs> <laughs> with the hope of getting sucked. Your 16, your 18 it's year old self doesn't know what's going no, on, he's just being dragged across. Like unreal, I, got, I might as well got fucked into a van. And I see him going down like, the stairs looking back at me like, 
with these eyes, these little Johnny, eyes. Johnny, please. Like, Same for me. No, he was having the time of his life watching me getting absolutely I genuinely fucking handballed. I could not stop laughing. Oh my I God. was getting handballed, I was. I, it, not to say, like, it was, wasn't, like, content- I went along with it. Like, nice. Consensual. <laughs> no, no, I went along with it, like, uh... Sorry, mate. If you have a vagina right now, yeah, yeah. mate. This is a Dicey's Inferno, the second level of hell, or something. You're being dragged down, like, mate. Dicey's never been the same after that night. Oh my good days! But like, you know, you've kind of you've leveled out now. You've had most of the experiences that you'd expect anyone to have. Yeah, like I still, I'm still fucking years behind you guys. I feel though, as as like innocence and shit. What have you done that we have not done? Me? Yeah, apart from anal. I actually don't think I've done that. Like, but you, you haven't done anything like too egregious or outrageous. No, no. So you, you you would consider yourself quite vanilla. How do we how do we like how do we craft the experience for yeah. you? Like, is it a festival like, we need what, to take what, it to what, like, a mad the, holiday? The truth is, I'm extremely open to things, but I haven't had anything besides a vanilla experience. Okay, we're moving to Berlin and we're going to festivals, and you're coming into Trezor with me. <laughs> Mate, you have to. Don't you have to look it's a certain way to get in? <laughs> Trezor is a fucking sick club, to be fair. Yeah. I, I, to be fair, Berlin is one of those places I'd love to go. But... I will live there for... My plan is to live there for two or three months next year. Daryl will also die there. Daryl will have a month's rent I'm paid and then just come back after a week be like, nah, boys, like, couldn't hack that. Like, uh, that was too heavy. <laughs> but uh, Jordan, actually, what's something that we've done that you would like to do if if anything i'm not being like oh we've done so much like we're so like up there you know socially yeah, you know, like, i'm pretty same yourself i feel like we haven't done too much. yeah like no, we're, I, we're I, not I, I can't name substances but definitely some definitely some psychedelics in um, countries where it is legal of course in countries where it's legal yeah um yes yes what portugal all all drugs are decriminalized yeah. in Portugal. Unreal. To be fair, I've harped on so much about how that's the way forward for it. I think, because, yeah, and yeah. I'm not saying I'm not oh, saying if you can't if you can't beat them, join them. Yeah, but I'm not saying like heroin and, and stuff and like. Well, actually, <laughs> I'm, I'm not. Definitely saying heroin. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, actually, to be fair, but you need to have a more kind of uh, supportive and rehabilitation system as opposed no, to it just being like all illegal. It, over in Portugal, that's what happens. If you get caught with too much, it's terrible. Send, you basically got yeah, fucking therapy. therapy instead of just arresting you. Mate, I do that just to go to therapy, to be honest with you. Like, you it's know. just my end. It's, <laughs> a, it's, a, yeah. it's a win-win. Listen, forget the drugs. <laughs> I have a lot more problems yeah, with Yeah, that's exactly. Like, I just get the heroin and get caught with it so I could go to therapy. Yeah, then you have to pay for it. Yeah. But so, is it just the substances? Like I always or get more heroin. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like he's done more travel than I have. Um, I haven't been around that much, so I suppose that's it. That's the goal for twenty twenty one: more travel yeah. and more substances. Bali, Bali. Oh, that can easily happen yeah. in, in one trip. I take a few weeks off to go to Bali with this. Well, you know, you can so you don't, you, Asia is one place though you do not mm. want to dabble in drugs. No, in Indonesia they genuinely have the death penalty, and it happens like often. I was yeah. talking to one of my friends um, from Super Valley, and when she went over to, I think I think it was Bali, it was somewhere in Thailand. She was saying that yeah, she gave <laughs> it, <laughs> different countries, man. Ah, uh, close enough, man. Somewhere in Asia. Yeah, one of those places, and she was saying that they sell a kind of Ritalin over the counter, right? And apparently. If you take that and drink, it's supposed to be the same feeling as MDMA. Interesting. So they, they have some plant over there that you on as well. It's probably like it's, it's probably like the coca plant or something. Kratom. Kratom. That thing. K-R-A-T-O-M. I know. I'm so called cat, but it's like the same thing. I think it's that. It's like it's really like. It's basically coke. Yeah. 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 
Doi or Zero? Do Fairway? Yeah. Do you ever see that on like a Drogon where he's like calling people out? It's like, yeah, mate, you just gotta like pull that up to your face, like pull that like a fist away from your face. Your breath just thinks so bad, man. I wanna stay away from that. Haha, you're gas. Anyway, um, Dara, is there anything that like you want to do in the next year? Is there anything like that's on your mind that you're like, oh, look, you need to do this, look, do you know what I mean? For me, just traveling, like, I, I think I've done quite a decent year in terms of experiences. So, uh, yeah, for me, just traveling, like, as you were saying, like we're thinking of moving to Bali, I definitely want to live in Berlin for some stage. Um, Bali, Berlin, probably Barcelona, and hmm, I wouldn't mind living in Amsterdam for a while. Mm. If I could live in like those four places for like two or three months, like two months or whatever. I think Amsterdam would be quite expensive then. Eh? It, w- it definitely would be. What so would Berlin. Ha- what would have to happen to Dublin to make Dublin like a place that you'd want to stay long term? Scorching again, if you will. Yeah, because like genuinely, like I, like I look at Dublin, Ireland right now, and like for people our age, it's just. It's, uh, you it's know what I mean? Everywhere yeah. shorts up. Like, like even though it's the UK, like even we're in Liverpool, like the nightlife, everything is just like Liverpool mm. is like you know a city. It's not even the capital city. Yeah. It's just it's probably I think it's the third biggest I think in the UK. Um, Maybe. But yeah. everything it has everything. Like I feel like Dublin is so limited in everything you have. I I think a big thing is um the fact that we show our pubs and, bar- and bars and clubs like so early compared to everywhere else. Like even in Liverpool, they stay open to four or five. Yeah, and then if you're on like some kind of kitchen street, like some places, like they're locked in, they stay open until like. 9 but does that make a difference? Like, do you think people yes. would stay out until four or five? Oh yes. yes. Ah, yes. fair. Okay, okay. Man, I'll say that. I'll have say been, that. Have you been to Berlin? Sorry, uh, no, it? I haven't. As I just said, we but we didn't go out until like one or two in the morning. But you don't leave the house. What I was gonna say, I, I didn't go back till like twelve the next day. Yeah, I didn't come back one day. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> so that's every day. <laughs> but no, I, I remember I was going to a gig once with uh, me and my friend from college. And as soon as I stepped out of this oh, taxi, fucking gas me. As soon as I stepped out of this taxi, this RTE radio presenter came up to me and she was like, excuse me, do you mind if I ask a few questions? And I was like, yeah, sure, go ahead. And she was just saying like, do you think that clubs and nightclubs and bars should be able to stay open until uh, until like whenever they want, until like 5 a.m., 6 a.m.? And I gave like the, like, you know, they, yeah, I was like, uh, to be honest with you, nice. Miss, I think it's at the discretion of each pub and nightclub. Like, you know, if they have people, if there's demand and if there's a supply of people coming in, I think that it's perfectly fine so long as they're not causing any any commotion in the streets, any harm to the people around them. I think it's perfectly okay to have that happen at the order of the club and pub owners, uh, personally, I think. And she's like, Same thanks very much. Well, it's my normal accent. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's, I think there's that's nothing too special like, about that, to be honest. I think that's that's the, the right answer. So what you said is true, but I think it wouldn't be as bad because if you had longer hours, people would be leaving more, you know, during, during, say, they'd be leaving at like two or three or four or whatever. Look, even if you had one place that just stayed open all night, like, that's all. Like one kind of, like, Trezor place or something? Yeah, one or two spots, that's all. Like one, like, like Copper stays open, like, late-ish, that's the latest, like, half three. Like, if you could get DA like, out in, it's out in storage, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. See, in the middle of nowhere. That's venue that everyone goes to on a bus and leaves on a yeah. bus, basically. Oh, true. But true. like, if you had one place, if you had one place on the north side and the south side that both stay open, like to like even like seven, the reason is because like most people, if you do take any form of narcotics or you're like on a really good one, things only actually get good from like one a.m. to two a.m. onwards. It's kind of weird the way that that's the way it is, though. Well, it's the solution that actually after just taking your drugs like at like eight p.m. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean, because like you're still supposed to be like a functioning member of society at that yeah, point. Yeah. The thing you can't get into the club if you're too fucked. Yeah, and like the 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 delay in the time from when you take these to when they hit you properly. It's about a half an hour. 
like yeah, what do you have like yeah but maybe like your first bump or your first bomb or whatever but to get you in a place where you're like i'm never leaving it, it just it doesn't it's make sense it doesn't make sense because basically every other country in europe if not the world has like they're open that late so why should we not have it here I think it's like, because we're not the only country that's alcoholics. I think our culture is actually quite conservative, like Ireland in general. Very, yeah, well, like yeah. Um, it's not that I don't like or I have I a problem. I love it in some ways. Yeah, like I think we have, as weird as it is, like a certain tradition, like in in Irish culture, in terms of the way we do things. It's like very kind of old fashioned, which is like thing wrong. It stood the test of time, so obviously there's a reason to have it. But I think we're moving forward at. We could be a bit quicker in the pace we do it, but I think we're moving forward at a good pace. You know what I mean? Like the fact that when as soon as the gay marriage referendum came in everyone was like yeah sure and then as soon as the abortion referendum came in everyone was like yep sounds good to me so i think as time goes on there's going to be more progressive ideas that start coming in that people are just going to realize make sense i think it's a good way to be but uh have you seen oh have you guys seen that video of the two guys like the two one of the guys is in a car one of the guys is on the road and he's just like uh what is it he's like uh you know fuck me i fuck you bloody Fuck you, bloody! Fuck you, bloody! Have bloody you seen that? You, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, it's honestly. It was like. <laughs> you know, fuck me. I fuck you, bloody. Why are you shouting at me, man? Shouting no good, man. But that reminds me of that one where the, the fella's like changing a wheel on his on his, uh, on his car, and there's another guy who comes down the corner on his bike, and he like he goes straight into him. He's like, why are you coming so fast? Why are you coming so fast? And he has this like Italian accent, and he's like, you come fast, you come fast. Why are you coming so fast? Oh, that's not what the X said to me. So. <laughs> <laughs> Just the X, was it? Hand me that. He didn't know any English but that. <laughs> Slow down. Grab the ball. We have good fun. When you think about it. Like. Is that kind of like a statement of like that's my affirmation like, boys we're having good fun aren't we but like we're actually having Please. gas crack like do you know what I mean like we're having good fun like do you know what I mean like here we are all together we're socially distance as fuck yeah we're actually uh, all four metres apart there's eight honest. microphones yeah. in this room get your hands off me cock <laughs> <laughs> sock uh, sorry that came wrong yeah. oh my god um, see I feel like I have a benefit that no one actually like not enough people listen to this for it to cause too much controversy thoughts how we just well, it's, it's about time we started. Yeah. Can we get into some controversial? Go on, yeah. I'm, I'm listening. I'm all ears. Well, any topics you want to discuss, particularly today? Uh, is there anything in the news recently that you've seen that you think is worth bringing up? Um, something that I haven't seen, but maybe you want that. <laughs> <laughs> what are you What are you alluding to here, Danny? Um, so we were t- chatting earlier because we we were obviously at being men, um, and it being International Men's Day. When was it? Two days ago. Two days ago yeah. The nineteenth, which coincided specifically with the release of all these nudes, which is like at first off, I need a round table on this one, Ryan. What are your thoughts on the whole debacle? If you could summarize, like summarize it in like two sentences. Uh, two sentences isn't enough. First sentence over with. Second sentence. Uh... <laughs> you got me. <laughs> I think it's wrong. I think we discussed it earlier. Like, if you're in a relationship with someone or you have enough established trust with someone where you can share those non-consensual, well, consensual intimate imagery with someone, then by all means, you should be able to share it with that person. And obviously, it's kind of like, where does the judicial line stop? And where does the kind of person personal responsibility begin? You know, it's hard for the the law to govern where relation like you know in the realm of relationships i think it's wrong and i think it's absolutely deplorable the actions of these guys and what they've done i don't think it's right 
Uh, I think whatever you share with someone who you feel close to should remain with those people. I don't think it's, it's, I don't think it's funny. I don't think it's good crack. I don't think that you can justify it by saying boys will be boys. I don't think that's a fair analysis or analogy to make in this situation because not all men are like that. But boys will be boys, I think, if that makes sense. (laughs) No, if that makes sense, like we're talking about men here, like they're fucking boys. That's that's a fair analysis. Yeah, but uh, no, I I don't condone it. I think it's horrible. Absolute horseplay. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I mean, even the fact that we look at some of the images and I was like, these are these are just this is just child pornography. Like disclosure, I haven't seen any, uh, nor do I want to. No, I no, I haven't seen anything. Oh, I thought you just um, said it there. I thought you no, no, but like so, so there's a mixture. I mean, from what I've seen on Twitter, the mixture of images being um, that of leaked OnlyFans, which again is is a different topic. It's not not that it's not as bad, but you know, it's more of a business issue and a copyright distribution issue than it is like just. I think one of you know personal defamation, which I think it really is with nudes. The way I look at it is like, like, and there's a good point made, which is like, you know, if my nudes got leaked, um, not that which they have, <laughs> <laughs> you got those right. Like the last thing I'm worried about is 500 women sharing them across the country. You know what I mean? If yeah. that makes sense, and spreading them across. Was well, no, that's see, that's <laughs> per, I can't speak for all men with that one. Um, which is which is awful, you know, like, like just the child pornography is like abysmal. Yeah, I think all the way from like girls from the age of thirteen upwards, which is just yeah, ridiculous. Well, like, I don't understand. Is like, I know it's kind of like it, it's it would probably be like hard to make it like illegal, but why is it not illegal? Like, why is it not still set in place for this? Because in England, I'm fairly sure it's illegal. Like, I know in a certain context. Yeah, but I mean that's that's what I mean when I say it's hard to draw the judicial line between getting into relationships and where the law should lie. You know, because you can't exactly govern a relationship between two people because each one is individual and each one has its own nuances. So you can't exactly lay out a a law in writing that dictates what two people should be like in a relationship or how that conduct should go. But I think there should be like a mutual understanding with people that if you break up with someone, if you stop talking to someone, that like it stops. All right, you you forget it. Well unless you remain friends like there's a certain moral code that you kind of abide by that's okay well you know our chat has stopped i'm i i'm gonna like if you have those photos you're gonna delete them whatever the case is i don't think you can bring the law into that no i don't think so the the, the deleting part because like you could be like together not together there's like that's a bit of gray area like regardless of like you know if you're together or not it's i think it should still be illegal to share with someone else Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I think right. sharing any explicit content without the prior consent of the individual is is I think it should be a punishable offense. Yeah, definitely. You can't you can't come in and say, look, well, you shouldn't have that on your phone. It's like, um, well, there's something illegal about that. You know what I mean? If you share, that's where it becomes an issue. Yeah, I mean, but again, it's the whole like victim. Like unless thing. unless the, yeah, unless the image in and of itself is an illegal image, if that makes sense. Isn't an illegal image? Like is an is an illegal image. For instance, for instance, an image of a naked minor. Yeah, like that stuff. It's technically that actually, if you're in a relationship, let's say, with a 16-year-old girl and you're 16 or 17, mm-hmm. you hold on to that image for two or three years, that is technically child Did you ever think about that when you were like 16 in a relationship? Like, you know, about like the consequences that you're the guy in the relationship. And like, obviously, you know... I'm well, not... I hope so. <laughs> Wait, but I mean, like... Did There's you ever... two guys in yours. <laughs> Gas. <laughs> I think you mean gay. <laughs> Coming out of the closet and I've been doing just fine. Um, but did you ever think about that when you were sixteen? Like, because one of the things that was in my head all the time was like, what if? Glizzy <laughs> <laughs> Gobbler over here. Uh, okay. One of the things. Uh, no. One of the things was in your head. <laughs> Say less. Was like, I'm I'm the guy, and like when when these things happen. It's always Darren. Fuck off. <laughs> oh, 
guy. I am the guy. That's the most Ryan sentence ever. Oh my god. I am the male in this relationship. Um, I am the alpha male. Um, Where's this going? But one of the things I always thought of was like, fuck, if, if anything went wrong in this, then the whole blame would be on me. Like, if this ended badly, I, it could be me that like ends up in court and stuff because like if it went sour, that's the way it would go. Did you ever think of that? No, because like that would only make that would only happen if you were to share it with someone. Do you like, mean you not, like not the relationship even, in the whole? Like, I don't. Like, I mean the relationship in the do you whole. Mean even like from like a statutory oh, okay. rape like a, standpoint. Yeah. So we're discussing. Yeah. Um, yeah. What is the law on that? I don't know what it is. Like surely there must be something. Like if two minors are like you know consenting. But like you can't get the whole thing consent. is you can't consent like, as a minor. Yeah, you can't give consent until you're seventeen. Right. I mean, the, the age of consent is a. Like I think honestly. 17 18 like do you just keep it at 18 do you bring it down like it's a weird one it's a weird argument to have because people have sex habitually from the age of like 14 15 yeah, to me that's weird it's um, very weird because like my brother's 17 i'm even looking at him not to be fair he could definitely throw it into some quantum rico <laughs> well i hope he does but, yeah. um but I, I don't know what like what the statistics are if you look at countries with like lower and higher ages of consent. I don't think anyone's higher than eighteen. Do you think it's kind of like an unwritten rule that people just kind of abide by, where it's like, oh, you're eighteen now, so this is like you're an adult. Welcome to the world. Because we know that the human brain isn't fully formed until we're twenty-four, mm. right? But yet at eighteen, it seems like in this country at least, most of the things that you you were held back from doing as a child are taken away, and like you're an adult now, so go out into the world and make of it what you want. But, like, so do you think 18 is the right age, then? Well, like, I, it's definitely not a wrong age, but, I mean, could it be younger? Like, put it this way, like, if you're 15 and, like, you want to go out and ride someone, like, but you're just like, oh, it's an eagle, I can't do this shit. Not that anyone anyone says that shit, but, like, it, like, I don't know. It's, I think, it's confusing, because, like, if you were to ask someone who's underage, they'd be like, this is retarded. I think, like, I think the issue comes, like, and obviously this is arbitrary, but the issue comes, like, with that, you know, if you two 15-year-olds who are just kids in a relationship, it's not looking at our age it's not great but i think it, it will always happen i don't think it's necessarily the biggest issue i think the issue stems from when there's a discrepancy in age you have a 20 year old yes or a 21 year old trying to mm. like sleep with a 15 year old yeah i do think that there should be some like we always refer back to the world cup real as men which uh <laughs> 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 which is is it's been passed by dollar the shannon and the boys <laughs> near Octus, circa 2016 um but no, I, I do think once, like, it's obviously arbitrary and you could debate this back and forth, but I think if there's, like, you know, someone under the age of 15, like, I think there has to be some more kind of guidance in place of, like, a three or four year rule, you know, you know what I mean? Like, like, it, like, like with you, like, I'd have no issue with two 15, because, like, when I was, I think I was 15 when I asked for Jindy, hmm. turn her 15 year old. Um, <laughs> <laughs> why is that funny? <laughs> But like, <laughs> why is that funny? Well, again, and I don't think you'd necessarily have an issue looking back with like two fifteen-year-olds. Like, oh look, they're they're teenagers. They're experimenting. They're probably Stop showing off. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Twenty-two. Um, but like. No, he wasn't twenty-two. <laughs> no, I am twenty-two. But I didn't lose at twenty-two. No. Um, but obviously there'd be, <laughs> ma- there'd be a massive issue if <laughs> so fuck, man, you're like, like there'd be a massive issue obviously if that was an 18 year old and a 15 year old do you think there should uh, it's weird because we almost expect some like personal responsibility from 15 year olds to not go any lower than 15 and it's like the or same four, yeah like yeah try any age on that. yeah I mean, like there's places like in it see it leaves like a weird obviously like there's a weird, weird culture there that I'm quite aware of. What did we say? The the age of sex very young. Yeah. Vatican City is 12, but like that's, I thought it was 14. You know, that's only a small populace. Okay. I thought it was 14. I think it's 12. Fuck. Um, but like Italy as a whole, I think it's 16. Interesting. Because I know, um, what was I going to say? 
then when it comes to like the age of consent and stuff, it's weird because it's almost like it doesn't matter. It gets to a point where it doesn't matter what age you are, but what period in life you're at. So if you're so quiz to fill out a question, yeah, a dick question. It's gonna go that way. It's gonna be like, okay, how do we how do we define consent it's and like uh, what are the parameters? You're like gonna get chipped for it eventually. Oh my god, please no. <laughs> but it's like, it's 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 almost like when you're in secondary school to college, you can be 18 in secondary school, and then you can see someone who's in college, and it's like, oh, you're on two. You. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just speaking from experience, right? That's what I know. But it's like you're on two completely different wavelengths. It's like, I don't get it until I'm in college going like, oh, okay, I get it. If I was going out with someone who was in secondary school now, I'd be like, you're a bit too immature for me. You know what I mean? But you get what I'm saying. It's like, it's not that there's only like, there could be only like one or two years in the age difference yet. It's it's such a big part of your life and you do so much maturing in, in those yeah, few I, years. I mean, even like, I think 18 to 20, 20 to 22. Like, yeah, it's I'm weird. Sure I'll say that, keep going. Yeah. Like, keep yeah, expanding on that. Like every every six months, like I have a different like approach to life, basically. Yeah, there you're either sad or happy every six months. It's one or the other. There's no there's no in between. <laughs> but that's interesting, and uh, that was a nice little tangent on. Yeah, I don't know how we got into consent. Are we talking about the the leaks that have gone on? What's your thought on it, actually? Like, I like I like I I said even like I know people are saying even on Twitter like oh like it shouldn't just have to be that you know it's your mother or you know a woman you know to actually care it's like no no, no i want to treat every woman like a woman i care about yeah which is like if, I, if you treat every citizen like a citizen you care about that you can relate to like surely that you know you live a fairly moral life <laughs> you know, what so if honest. what if to somebody love is like beating the shit out of someone <laughs> i mean dude if, that, if that's right by you go for it. <laughs> <laughs> if you can get someone who will agree to that beating you're in you're in your own world yeah beating uh, the shit too it doesn't really <laughs> Maybe maybe that's a fetish. Like, um, but I, I th- like I always bring it back to, and maybe it's in some ways the toxic masculinity within me that wants to protect the the I guess the female species. I think it's just as a protect. Like if I had a daughter, hmm. and I think and think in some ways this is like this is not probably an admirable masculine trait. I think I don't I can't see anything wrong with this. If I had a daughter and someone shared their pictures, it's not if the person consented to. It's if a person didn't consent to a picture being shared and it was shared. I don't give a fuck if my daughter or my you know anyone any girl or any dude shares a picture with somebody that's normal that's part of life but for it to be leaked and and explicitly sent without consent that's where the issue uh would arise i would genuinely like i would not be happy with the circumstance i'll put it that way yeah if that makes sense so my whole issue would be my whole standpoint on it is like those dudes are fucking idiots yeah um and what do they actually benefit like what are they doing like what what's the what what are they getting out of it if that makes sense that you know 100 because it's it's not like it's if they want to see titty, they can go they can, get yeah. titty legally. I don't know what's... You know what I mean? Like, it's not it, like we live in this world where we have a lack of titty. But it's like, what's so... Sp- <laughs> if yeah, we re- if yeah. we're being real about it, yeah. you know what I mean? No, 100%. It's almost it's a like... a power play, and it's fucking yeah. awful. No, 100%, I agree. But it's weird, the fact that it's only... This issue is only something that's relatively new to us, because it's only been, I'd say, in the last 15 years that be- sharing imagery of this kind on social media has become accessible to anyone. Like, anyone with a phone can share a picture of anything they want on any platform that they want to within the you know community guidelines of that platform sorry i just think about this now that you say that yeah from now on when i'm sending cock pics i'm not uh, not that i've, I've probably only sent five in my life mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. five at best <laughs> i will just never send a picture of my cock again i'll photoshop my face in or something why would you ever you send don't even a need your face man. Well, that's it why would you ever send a picture of you genuinely i know that um from now on right no it's worth the investment get these in a photoshop and never ever send a picture of yourself again. Then it's like, ha, fuck you! What you've, what have you leaked? You've leaked some fella from. Well, then, then I'm kind of part of the problem, am I? 
what if I find pictures that are like pictures that royalty free? Yeah, there you go. There, there you go. go. Boom. <laughs> Issue solved. Issue solved. Unsplash. Oh, no, no, unsplash if, if, for cocks. If, if you're a young, if you're a young one, find someone who has your cup size, your complexion. Go find some royalty free images. Get a bit. Deep fakes are coming along quite well. There's, find there's someone apps, on Fiverr yeah. or Upwork. Get a little bit of graphic design done, and boom, save a few of them, and then only pass them out to fellas. Because then you're like, ha, that isn't even me. So then there's no issue. I think I've just solved it. But then you've just created catfish, my friend. <laughs> That's fine, mate. I'd rather catfish than someone seeing my actual cock floating about. You know what I mean? That's fair. But I mean, like, it's a really new thing. Like, you wouldn't have someone in the 1800s being like, hold still while I take this picture of you, Miriam. Hold still. You got to hold still. <laughs> Don't smile. Don't smile. Tip. And then it's like, you give it to her, and she's like, okay, you give this to one, one fella, one fella. And then it's like, you know, she starts seeing them all over her, like, you know, rural Irish village being like, how the fuck did this happen? <laughs> Is that the solution? We just get rid of phones? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't, like, I, and I find it so disheartening when I read it. It's like, oh, men are such a problem. And you're like, nah, it's not, it's not all, it's like, it's not all men. In this case, we're men at fault 110%. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 100% yeah. easily. <laughs> like 110%. It's it, like, there's just, I just don't see... Like, I just don't see their motive for doing such a thing other than to piss off women, which is never good. We want men and women to, like, coexist yeah. and communicate well in society. We don't want to just piss each other off. I, I would say that's definitely, like, a major part of it, if not the main, like, the main thing. But, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if it's just, like, ignorance. Like, I'd be like, oh, yeah, they're just selling this. Like, they don't think anything of it. Like, I'm, it is still fucked up. I'm not saying anything like that. I'm just saying maybe there's some guys out there who are just like, oh, yeah, I just send it. Like, it doesn't really mean anything. I think there's yep. a problem with men not no like there's a problem with some men who are like that not knowing themselves enough. Well, not understanding the consequence that yeah. like oh yeah. look I don't yeah, feel yeah, anything exactly. from this so well, nobody feels anything from this they're exactly. just fucking That's idiots. I mean. Yeah, and I also think the law has some catching up to do in terms of like you know kind of re- like we said earlier it's like where's the line between the ju- judiciary system and relationships? It's like okay well there is some obviously catching up that needs to be done here in terms of bringing in regulations to stop this kind of thing, and I think it falls on the men themselves like they are 100 percent in the wrong and like they're just ourselves like there's you no should, there's no need you shouldn't do it but even talking from personal experience in any form of male group chat like you have to say that it's some form of normality just to share any form of like porn which wouldn't happen amongst women like you ever like you've been in mm. like in your lifetime like before you have you been in like any of us a group chat where some form of pornographic material is shared not like a neat leak of a person or a picture but any form of pornographic material I honestly don't know. I definitely, I, I definitely yeah. don't. Unless you send it to me then. Particularly if you played for a sports team. It's just normal. Not that I've ever engaged in it, but I've definitely been a recipient of it. Wasn't like, a big sports player yeah, uh, back yeah. in the day. I was on the Jays actually, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like that's something as an, as a cult, at a cultural level would just not really happen with women. Women don't go around, go around sharing like tip pics, mm. or, sorry, dick pics. Whereas for dudes, like, even if it was, like, something that, again, wasn't, like, a nude from someone, it was, like, a picture of, like, a porn star or something like that, we're just more likely to do that. Well, have you listened to Caller Daddy? I mean, they might, you know? <laughs> I actually haven't. Neither have I, to be fair, but I hear a lot of it from Avon. It's kind of like, ugh. What was it? It's a podcast. It's a podcast where these two girls host it, and they basically give out relationship and dating advice, but they're also, like, quite promiscuous, for want of a better word. And the queens yeah yeah don't go wrong they're they're <laughs> championing they're champion championing 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 is that right yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It, yeah. they're championing the way between uh, women can express themselves freely in sexual expression amongst women society. thank fuck i got that yeah 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 um <laughs> i mean i stand all women who yeah i mean like i feel if if men <sighs> yeah if men can do it women can do it like there's no yeah well, there shouldn't be a difference there shouldn't be a difference but i also think like 
women would also have the cop on to know this kind of thing is wrong a lot more easily than men like it's like i feel like men it's 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 an ego thing almost it's like if if you're not comfortable enough in your own skin you're like oh look look at this look at this beer who i got the other night you're just sending pics like what what kind of achievement do you get out of that it's like what what are you looking for here are you looking for approval that the woman who you got with this this own individual entity of a woman who is worth a lot more than you by the basis of your actions is worthy of some appraisal from from your friends it's like what what are you exactly after here I don't get it. Um, I just, like, again, it comes down to those few individuals who are involved, those many individuals who are involved. I, I just don't agree with that. I don't think it's, I think it's wrong. And I think you can spend all day saying how wrong it is, but, like, at the end of the day, there needs to be some some justifiable way of kind of not only compensating the women for, like, the absolute turmoil they must be going through mentally and socially with this, but, like, there needs to be some kind of way that we can say to these guys, okay, there's, there's an adequate punishment for exactly what you've done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, how would you feel? Like, flip it, flip the narrative straight away. 500 women plus have come together and made a Discord chat filled with nudes of dudes. I feel like some guys would react to it quite differently than others. I think some, but, like, yeah. I, like let's say you were, you were actually part of those leaks. Like, how would you feel? And it was completely, you know, like... Yeah, like, especially now the fact that I have a girlfriend. It would be so, so devastating. You know, and I, I, I it's not that because i have a girlfriend that automatically makes it worse but it's like this is someone who i'm intimate with now and i've chosen to be intimate with and show myself to for want of a better word but it's like like that's supposed to be between me and her and no one else and then all of these people are seeing it and the fact that that's we know that nakedness is something that's supposed to be private and something that's supposed to be kept within a certain boundary and to only be shared with the people who you want to share it with. We know that instinctively because we always dream about being naked and feeling nervous when we're naked, right? Like everyone's had that dream at least once. It's vulnerability. Yeah. Um, like imagine your vulnerability has been put under a magnifying glass for the whole nation to see or for like this whole group of people you don't know to see and they know you but you don't know them and they know exactly where to hit you and where to make you feel pain or where to slag you about or whatever the case is and you have no idea what's down like what's coming down you have no idea what they're going to say how they're going to act how other people are going to act and like this is what you're being hit with like you feel awful you feel so anxious and nervous and every other synonym for bad that there is yeah i mean like i completely side with like any woman who's or any girl whose picture's been released here i'm just like these dudes are idiots like let's find a way to pass some legislation so this doesn't happen again or at least to the same scale. You can never stop small scale sharing of images. It's never going to happen um, without censoring conversations. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? You can't do that. But like, there is, like, you can report conversations. But like, without reporting, like, you know what I mean? From yeah. Like, like inc- it's the same thing. It's like, I can never stop you talking about drugs. Yeah. That makes sense. I can report it, but I can never stop it. Yeah. So this, would, but like, you know, nothing like this should ever happen again. And I do think, I completely agree. I think there needs to be some form of, compensation to the to the women if not at least a minimum there needs to be some form of of punishment for for the dudes and there does it's more than a slap on the wrist like there needs to be something like the legislation i think would be a big thing yeah because that would make people wake up because they have it like men we love responsibility yeah and we also love taking responsibility for the consequence of our actions or at least i hope so yeah so if you're like this is the punishment for doing x you won't see people doing it anymore yeah i mean like they already have it in england i think in the uk uh, revenge porn is is illegal uh-huh. and that's, that's exactly what this is again like i know i read an article the other day that they're trying to get the name of revenge porn changed because it implies some kind of like you know uh wrongdoing on the part of the, of the yeah uh, or the person whose images has been linked whatever the case may be 
and um, which is fair enough i guess because like to call it porn it's like you're not you're not really meeting the, the definitions of porn if you're sharing something intimate with only one person so far as you think i just always come back to it as well like just practical advice just share nudes in snapchat man if you are yeah. too <laughs> if someone takes a picture you'll know about it <laughs> I just I just don't share news in general, but like yeah, generally like the, the the issue here is the dudes are fucking idiots. But that's what I mean. Like it, it go and then the age of consent. It's like okay, well you have fifteen year olds who have access to this kind of stuff. Yeah. So like you know, th- th- there's a certain level of policing that needs to happen if if it goes to a point where the what I say the reporter feels that um like a step in is necessary. Like you can watch porn at fourteen, but you can't have sex at fourteen. Yeah. First time I watched porn and had like full experience of like sexual like intercourse activity. Why are you smiling? <laughs> I just I did. <laughs> I remember time, I remember this story. And I'm this, not telling the story. I'm my age. I'm telling I'm telling the story. <laughs> I was uh, eleven and a half. Just gone. For, no, sorry. For, the first time I saw porn, I was nine. Interesting. It was. <laughs> but I'm talking about I something else. So much. When when yeah, my, yeah, you know what I'm gonna say. When Danny was like 13, 14. I was, I was not that old, but I was similar to that age. In 13, 14. I I'm not, 11. No, no, no. This isn't different. This isn't, this isn't, no, no, no. This is when I knew you. This is, the, this is the, with a laptop. Oh, okay. Right. So when Danny was about, um, I think 13 or 14, uh, this is when I knew him. We were in like first year in, in school and he'd gotten a new laptop for, for his birthday. A nice HP blue looking yoke. It was quite slick, I must say. And we were playing Call of Duty, as you do. And Danny had heard about this video from his cousin called um two girl no sorry was it two girls one octopus i think it was something like that something along those lines and uh when uh, when i came over after playing like a solid few rounds on team deathmatch call of duty danny was like come here to me look at this for a sec will you so um you because he showed me that as well you weren't there yeah you weren't there in these few minutes there let me tell you because it was me and danny sitting on his couch and then he pulled up his video and then we started watching it and obviously, you know, if you've seen the video, you kind of get the gist by me just saying it anyway. But it, the sounds were, were going and everything was going. And this is when uh, Danny lived above the no, chipper. dude, are you talking about the time that I think, no, the video I think you're referring to is uh, My Lazy Sundays. No, 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 no. This is Two Girls, One Octopus, I'm telling you. Oh, okay, cool. So then Either you, way, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah anyway your man came up the stairs and we could hear it just coming up the stairs like duh, 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 duh. and we're just sitting there watching going that was the one with the old dudes in the shower <laughs> and i could we, we we couldn't close it fuck okay yeah yeah, yeah. and you fucking slam the laptop down and it's like daily what the fuck are you doing slamming the laptop down bleeding brand new oh my fucking so, day we, yeah i mean so My Lazy Sundays is basically a video of like two or three old men in a shower. Again, I do not know how I ended up on this. No, I, I, did, I have no strong affinity towards old men in the shower anymore. Yeah, it, was, it was just a thing in, in the primary school. Like people just it was almost like videos. a viral meme. Yeah, yeah, like I think you can never take away from like innate like curiosity to see something out of the norm. Like I remember going on even as a kid, like bestgore.com. And this stuff is like this site, mm. these sites I should not be on at this age. And it's not necessarily my fault it, it, either. It's kind of like the environment I was in, the skill I was in. Remember that person? Um, was that Amanda Todd? Was her name? Oh, was that the yes. bleach? She, she the one herself, who, yeah. who ate her tampon? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I remember seeing her like autopsy pictures and everything at like that age. I remember seeing people getting killed. I remember seeing everything. Remember, like, do you remember the? Yeah, I remember. I do you remember, remember, yeah. remember, even remember like the cat, the cat, the Luca Magnata. Yeah, I saw them videos when they came out. 
as a kid like mm. as a kid seeing all these videos to be fair i remember every time i went to for a sleepover with my friends like that's the that's thing what you, you do. that's what you did you just expose yourself to yeah. these things try to find these like you know out of the normal videos you just the most just, like, a different fucked experience. up as yeah. possible you try yeah. to kill your innocence as quick as possible like. but that, that was exactly what it was though because yeah. even if you remember to being a teenager the one thing you wanted to do was be able to go out and drink or be able to go out and do something and then when you're 20 when you're 19 the thing you want to be able to do is go out and like you know go to those t- over 21s nights on Saturday because it's always do the thing you can't do yeah 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 exactly but it's like you want to lose something about your your child or your innocence because you want to be taken seriously or something like that you know mm. and I was listening to this lecture um about Carl Jung that was saying like the whole idea of maturity is to integrate the part of the child that you lost growing up and I think that makes like so much sense like for me it's to be like more creative and outgoing and stuff because I used to be like a little weapon of a kid when I was younger <laughs> do you know what I mean like, I used to like walk around um dress as a mixture of indiana jones and a uh, house and with a briefcase and like you know what i mean like thank god i got i like hung around with people from tala and like my cousin <laughs> they just fed some sense into it <laughs> mate they they did and rightly so because otherwise i would have turned out like one of those like incels or something i w- maybe maybe <laughs> sent- this is a case for bullying <laughs> maybe sent me this documentary about incels and i watched it uh, or i watched some of it in the background when i was in work and one of the guys in it was like, and yet, so the answer to that question is uh, actually uh, not not correct. I'd actually look like this and a lot better if I looked like, and you're like, the one giving the interview is like, why are you talking so fast? And he's like, I have to talk fast to sound smart. And he was just kind of there. And it's like, you know, you don't actually have to talk fast. No, 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 no. All smart, all smart people talk really fast. Why so have to talk really fast too? And I was like, that would, that would, that could have been me. I could have been that guy. But uh, fortunately, I got some sense bed into me quite literally and figuratively. And uh, <laughs> I'm the better for it. I'm a nice blend now. You know, I'm normal. Does so, so anyone listening out there with kids that are kind of off the wayside, just stick them up mates from Tala, basically. <laughs> Send them to yeah. yeah, find find somewhere that's like, you know, let them have some rough and tumble play and, uh, you know, let their lisp and American accent be paid out of them. Everyone needs a Tala at some stage. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's true. I always bring it back to, like, I think there's a certain amount of, like, abuse that's good for someone mm-hmm. as a kid. Like, I, like it's like we talked about this you stress Type of stress is actually good and, it, like, it, it's kind of transformative. Like we go back to the example I'll say to you guys, you'll resonate with straight away is like Call of Duty lobbies. As a, as <laughs> yeah, a kid, yeah. Where you are getting absolute dog abuse. There is no censorship. There are people from but like th- always like 30 year old Scottish people. Yeah. Always Scottish. Like, like, like your nanny's in a box to fucking soil muncher. How did you fucking know my nanny? <laughs> Only passed away so last week. Yeah, she died last week. She probably is eating soil right now. <laughs> How dare you? Mate, Modern Warfare 2 lobbies were a different animal altogether. You could not be soft in those lobbies. You just had to take it on the chin. You wouldn't last otherwise. Man, Shrek would literally destroy my family. Like, that was like... It was awful. Do you remember people like would like threaten to like, you know call the police on you like they you from, right. from, they from yeah yeah, yeah. they get yeah. you from like a hundred miles away and you're like how the fuck do they know and it's just some fat kid sitting Fucking in his hackular kid yeah exactly <laughs> yeah, yeah. you just sit there going like what the fuck is this mate to be fair um, I kind of miss the gaming days I can't, I gave away my, my Xbox see, in the see there's no such thing as party chat well there is but no one goes on party chat anymore so like kids don't get that experience as much anymore like we used to get fucking like lambasted if that's the word bass <laughs> funny <laughs> but like we, we got some abuse back in the day like I remember getting so fucking annoyed at 30 year olds and then you just wind them up though whenever you like killed them or something like that your wife is here sucking my flu haha <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ apparently on Playstation 5 I, I read somewhere I may or may not be true that you can report chats you can yeah that's outrageous I, I, can't, can't they listen in to all the Playstation can, chats yeah. now yeah to be fair I know um, 
the likes of Facebook and Instagram can see the message you report and like the in, and the stuff you report. So your chats aren't exactly encrypted unless you use like WhatsApp or something. But I think even still, there's like you know you can report chats on WhatsApp. So I don't know who sees them or what the crack is on that front. <laughs> the bourgeoisie. The birds work for the bourgeoisie. <laughs> don't forget it. <laughs> oh my god. That's a bit warm in here, lads, isn't it? I'm quite on the way. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm not there, but Whoa, I'm on the way. Oh, we're I'm there. There. I'm there. <laughs> we're at least halfway there. Yeah. Um. We're anyone, a bit bon Jovi, yeah. anyone else that they have something that they want to talk about? Hamilton. <laughs> not today, Jordan. <laughs> no Hamilton, man. No Hamilton. <laughs> that was like, no, no, no. No, no, no. What's Can't that? deal with that. Can't deal I'm with that today. That show now, not today. And, like, not, not in this state. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Too busy, yeah, yeah. like talking, like do you know what I mean. Like I'm on a podcast, Jordan. Take seriously. Like. What do you think the chances of uh, life being back to normal is in like April or March? Fuck Probably off. very high. Like, what's, wait, wait, what's normal? As fucking, I don't know. Everything Fine, open. Normal. Clubs open, clubs open. You know, you, you can just fucking go into everything. You can go into like. So, are you talking about like, with like fully, with fully back? You can't have clubs open. You you can kind of with social distance. I was gonna say with mask or sans mask. Uh, so I'm not sure if you've heard what ticket masks have done. Yeah. Like you said with some events, uh, and it's happened in New Zealand as well. I think somewhere, somewhere recently had a festival on. I don't think it was New Zealand. It was somewhere else. It might have been Taiwan, um, where you had to either have had a vaccine or a test. Vaccine isn't released yet, mate. I know, I know. This is what this is what they were saying. So Ticketmaster was saying you either have to have a vaccine, been like been vaccinated, or you have to have tested negative in the last two days. And if you don't, then they'll test you on the spot. You have to wait for half an hour with the new test, and you get a result. And what happens is like you're waiting in line for two or three hours. And it happened somewhere where they test you on the spot. Um, apparently, it worked really well. So, but obviously, you know, there's no vaccine wherever. I fucking forget. I think it was Taiwan. Um, but Ticketmaster are saying you either have to be vaccinated or with or get tested on the spot. So that would mean no masks. Yeah, I don't know, mate. I think um, Danny put it to me this way. It was like, if the virus was a hoax, it would make sense that everything gets back to normal or starts to get back to normal by January. Because if you think about it, as in Trump's only standing with the Americans uh, or like with his base was that the economy was holding strong. So now that by, like now that you have a virus that's been implemented, and again, this isn't, I don't condone this point of view. I'm just saying like, it's a, it's a, a nice thought experiment that if the virus comes in and you have this uh, global pandemic that shuts down the economy and takes away the one thing that Donald Trump has been praised for in the United States, it's, it's the economy. And then you take that away, then you have a, a chance of having someone else elected, someone from the Democrat side, which happened, uh, Joe Biden, uh, Kamala Harris. So it's kind of funny how as soon as Joe Biden gets announced as the president-elect that this um, this vaccine gets announced, right? And they have two vaccines. There's the Pfizer vaccine and the Moderna vaccine, I think. Huh? Well, the two main ones that I've heard about are the Pfizer and Moderna. And one prevents against uh, your chances of infection and one helps with um like the antibodies and how you fight off the disease so those are going to be trialed probably very soon and then released it'd be funny if they were released by like the 20th of january when biden gets inaugurated but it would make a lot of sense if uh if they don't find if they don't find any more votes at 4 a.m in these like but um if if biden gets inaugurated and the vaccine starts coming out and becomes like a mass thing then like it would be interesting to see how soon it takes for us to get back to like normal with like without any masks without anything so what it's like what i was saying to mave today i was kind of like 
I wish we could just go back to normal and have like, you know, go into a coffee shop and sit down and actually just enjoy something and like go to the cinema. It's like, I don't go to the cinema that much, but I would, you know? Mm-hmm. So like it's taken away from you. So yeah. yeah. But I, f- more more I feel like April next year, it'll get a lot more lenient. I know. Uh, I'm not sure. I think it was the BBC who said by April, every person in the UK will have access to two vaccines. They'll have two vaccines for every person. So I know for the Pfizer one, you're supposed to have two vaccines. You've like a stage one and a stage two. Um, so I'm not sure if they're talking about the Pfizer one or if they're just talking about in general there'll be that many vaccines. You trust the BBC? <laughs> Can you choose what flavour you get? Or like... <laughs> <laughs> Give me all of them. I think I'm immune. I mean, I don't know. Uh, science science doesn't catch up with me yet, but uh, I think I'm immune. Oh my God. Yeah, no. What do you think, Dara? When do you think we're going to get back to normal? I'm quite hopeful about this. I, I, Tomorrow. I, I, <laughs> Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Fuck it. I'm walking onto the bus. Look, I don't care. No mask. Fuck it. Yo, I'm, I'm, I think, to be honest, I think around April, like early next year, I'm, I'm quite hopeful. I'm pretty sure if another level five is announced after we get out of this one, thank God, fucking hopefully it's in 10 days or whenever it is. Um, I'm pretty sure everyone's just going to be like, fuck this, we're not doing it again. Because everyone knows how shit the second lockdown was. No, f- dude, 90, like according to um, a poll from Claire Byrne Live, again, it's like decent when it comes to taking Who the off. fuck answered these polls? I know, who, like... As Thomas L once said, me like you have never once met a poster in real life. Yeah, he's a black conservative. He's great. He's a professor of economics. But uh, apparently, I mean, from who they've surveyed, which is they always will say representative, ninety one percent of the Irish population think the restrictions are adequate or not strict enough. I retards. No, no, like that, like that, like that's that's a consensus. By the way, that's to be fair. I did. I remember hearing this before. That I think it's called an F number which is the rate at which more authoritarian ideas are accepted in the society. I think it's called an F number. And that's when there's an infectious disease going around. So say during Hitler's time, what he did was clear out all of the influenza and uh, tuberculosis from the factories. And he cleared all the rodents from the factories and made everything look a lot nicer and put like, you know, people who need to be institutionalized. He facilitated that. And then like there, you can see a correlation between infectious diseases and the rate at which people accept more authoritarian ideas. So like a lockdown, like a nationwide lockdown and, you know, like um, say like more power given to government, more power given to law enforcement to facilitate those things. So it, it, it kind of makes sense on that front. But from like, you know, an anecdotal from me personally, I, I, I just don't get it. Like I, I would not condone a second lockdown. Like, as I said to you guys, like I was rostered in to work Christmas day, which makes zero sense to me. And uh, I, I had my gripes about it. I was like, nah, no, why, why do I need to be here on Christmas Day? And then um, I was talking to someone and they were kind of like, well, listen, in five years, what's going to matter? The fact that you came in here pushing buttons all day or the fact that you spent it with your family. And I was like, given the year that's been, uh, I'm going to spend it with my family. Like, I, I cannot. I simply cannot. And it's not like I didn't ask for it off. I gave plenty of notice. But I, I personally cannot say that I think the lockdown restrictions need to be more restrictive. You know what I mean? Like, it makes no sense. Do you think that they do? No, of course no. not. I think, yeah. I think the consensus for most people is that, look, I don't want to stay in this purgatory of back and forth. No. Therefore, I just, I would rather lock myself up for a short amount of time, completely, mm. back to the way we were, and then for everything to fully reopen again, which doesn't even make sense, like, scientifically. It doesn't make sense why you do that. You just suppress numbers and then for them to bounce back. But, um... I, I, I do think things, when they do turn around, turn around very quickly um, yeah. once there's a mass vaccination program. But, you know, because that would fit, I think, what the narrative would be. 
Vaccination doesn't cure diseases. If one came out, would you take it? Um, I, there'd be no reason for me to take it. Um, if that makes sense. How so? Mm, the efficacy of the vaccine is the efficacy of the vaccines we have so far. Looking at the Moderna, the Pfizer, being the two front runners, um, they're less efficacious than the diseases in terms of it being a killer. I've I've heard that that argument before that it's like the the effects that you get from the vaccine would be a lot more severe than actually just having the virus itself, depending on who like you are. Back, there's anything in the fucking vaccine. Yeah, the yeah, way yeah. I look at it is this: the disease itself, or what we know of it. It just isn't a killer. It can cause it can cause congestion in hospitals, but that's normal for this time of year. You know what I mean? Like mm. yeah, a hospital is actually kind of looking at itself, being like, "Fuck, we're overstaffed, and we have over we have under seventy percent capacity, eighty percent capacity." That happens most years, anyways, doesn't it? Yeah, every single year. I see yeah. ICU is over ninety percent capacity this year. Well, dude, what's happened every single year before this? Oh, there's people lying out in beds, X, Y, and Z. It's, to be fair, that's pretty accurate. Yeah, I think most people have forgotten about that. Everyone forgets about that. Yeah. You're, just, you're just replace one narrative with the next. It's like, when's the last... Like, I, I know someone... Like, I know a couple of people personally who've gotten COVID. I'm like, man, it's actually, like, it's it's so much worse than you think. It's like, yeah, it's because you're... You know, it's like how we, we name hurricanes. Or we name storms. Because we give them that personalization, which makes them more dangerous. Yeah. You know, COVID, instead of being the flu... Not that it is, they're, they're different. It's a SARS virus. It's a respiratory illness at the end of the day. But... And now it's now more dangerous than a packs of points. Oh, I got COVID. When you got the flu last, you might have had very similar symptoms and you may have actually got the magnitude to be pretty similar. If like I was, exactly, we've all had a bad flu. Yeah. We don't look back to it and say, that's the time I had the flu. You have no fucking I idea. I look back at last November and say, fuck me, was I out for the fucking count? You boys didn't see it, but like before we went over to Liverpool, um, I was in bits. I was in bed for a solid three days. I lost about five kilos because I couldn't eat because I was like you feeling. Love life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boys, the scale. The, the scales were going down. Uh, I'm currently licking lampposts. If anyone's interested, but uh, licking door handles. Yeah, I was. I was just written off for the for the whole week. I just couldn't hack it. And then even when I went to Liverpool, the first thing, as soon as we landed, I was like, lads, I need some Imodium. Like, my stomach is not right at all at the minute. And uh, me and Jordan had a nice time, like, strolling around. And I was like, Jordan, this is fantastic. And I love, like, being here. Karahok and all that kind of stuff. But uh, I just need some Imodium at the minute because uh, I am I cannot walk any further. I almost wanted to, like, with this whole thing I was thinking earlier, I was like, I almost want to sit down, like, you know, um, leaving, leaving virologists and say, look, let's say COVID has its way completely with the population it, it bends us over and absolutely fucks us and it fucks us as hard as it can what is the worst case scenario for covid like I, i'm always big on perspective and finding like the lines between both sides so what is the worst thing that covid could do to our society in terms of in terms of deaths like what is that number what does it look like um you know and, and there, there we do have these two <laughs> we, we do have models to predict this and most of the time, the models overestimate the amount of deaths, which has been true even for COVID. Um, but what does that look like? And then weigh up what the economic cost of that is and say, even if it goes all the way and it is as deadly as it ever can be, and we let it without no intervention, even at that point, they still think we reach a point where we like the economic destruction is actually worse than the amount of deaths that it causes, even if that's in the millions, but which I don't think it will be. Have you seen The Big Short? Big Short. It's a good movie. It's about... Um it's like uh, Steve Carell, Ryan Gosling, and a few big names are in it. And it's about the like 2008 economic crash. And it's how like these few select investors caught onto it and short sold um, the like mortgage, what are they called? The mortgage options that were compiled. And they were, everyone was like, well, wait, what? How? 
why are you betting against the housing market? And they're like, no, 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 just, just, just me and this. And they put tons of money against the housing market to fall. And um, they were basically running through like a lot of economics facts. So the way they did it was actually really good. They had like, um, Anthony Bourdain would explain how they made these indexes of mortgage where it was like, you get all of these mortgages that are like, you know, subprime, which is like the whole thing, the whole reason why the economy collapsed. And you basically group them all into one big pot and you say, well, okay, this is now this is now one mortgage index, which is actually doing really well because it's made up of all these small mortgages. And then whatever you do with the, the ones that didn't make it, you make them into another index. And it's like, okay, this is another group which you can invest in. And so um, that was one example. Another example was uh, Margot Robbie in a bathtub. And like, you know, it's kind of like to draw your attention in and get you to focus on the concept and Selena Gomez and Daniel Kahneman talking about the fast hand fallacy. But what they went into was that with the drop in GDP, you can correlate it with the amount of suicide that goes, like there's a, a correlation relationship between the amount of GDP that drops versus the amount of suicides that go up. So you can see that correlation. And there has, like, there, there is a cost-benefit analysis and it's not nice to talk about because you have to put a price on life essentially and say, well, okay, well, is it worth it to have all of this, you know, GDP fall and all of these suicides rise and like domestic abuse and everything else that every other negative externality that comes with the coronavirus. It's like you have to add that up and say, is it worth it to shut down this the country and the economy for so long versus to have it open with some restrictions and have people get more infected so that we can achieve some kind of herd immunity now i'm not advocating for either case i'm just saying like either way vaccines rely on herd immunity to work yeah because you need so many people to take the vaccine and you need so many people to develop the antibodies but it's 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 an interesting argument and i think you could sit here all day and try to argue about it which is why i think that it's important that people kind of make their minds up in terms of how you want a country to, to be run and look into like where where you fit on the kind of political spectrum you know what i mean it's like you need, you need to see where you align yourself and then actually go out and ha- have your voice heard because it's a privilege to be able to have a say in the way a country is run or what the restrictions are or whatever the case is and if you're not happy by all means let people know about it it's like we're fortunate that we can actually say if we're unhappy about it or that if we're happy about it and, and challenge opinions on it but I'm not advocating either side. I'm just saying that there's a lot of externalities that I don't think people are seeing, if that makes sense. I mean, yeah, I, I think I think it's actually, I think most people, well, no, I think most people our age are seeing because I think in a weird sense, and this isn't brought up in the political sphere a lot, people our age, between the ages of 18 and 25, have actually felt the brute psychological force of this virus more than anyone else because we are kind of being the victims of something that really doesn't affect us, that we really don't, contribute to over 80 percent even in ireland pretty much across the world the world this um statistic is is constant roughly 80 to 85 percent of all transmissions are in-house they're not from people in pubs they're not from people in gyms they're not from people out in dining they're from people in your own home we know that outdoor transmission is less than like three percent in most cases it accounts for less than three percent of cases so young people people our age are taking the hit for something that really doesn't affect us um which I don't think is like selfish to say. I think it's like, no, you, you shouldn't really take this away. It's like if, if, if we know that a certain subset of the population are, have, a, have a chance, even whatever that chance may be, of dying, you know, like when is it enough? I think you just cocoon those people, which isn't the best approach, but it's definitely better than what we have. You don't shut down an entire country. You shut down part of a country. Mm-hmm. That to me makes a lot more sense because even in nursing homes at this moment anyways, you're cocooning people. Why not say, look, the likelihood of you dying from this is slim to none hmm. even if you pass it on the hospitalization rate it's so slim why do you need to be shut down yeah 
Like, why, why do we need to shut down the economy for people like yourself and, and myself? I, I, I don't understand that. And it's the first time ever in our society where I'm like, you know, really interested in the political discourse. What is the fatality rate compared to the optometry or influenza? Um, it's difficult to say because we don't test for case basis on the flu. <laughs> you know, yeah. obviously the number that's going around now is, is, is cases. We don't know because a death is based off per case. So that's where, the, that's where the percentage is taken. We don't test per case of flu. So you don't know. Technically, there's a lot more cases of flu that go unaccounted than there are coronavirus because we have more coronavirus tests than we do. We don't really test for the flu. We just diagnose the flu. Yeah. The diagnostic criteria is just kind of symptom-based, if that makes sense. And you know when you have the flu, like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, look, this is just flu. It's like, well, well <laughs> I'm probably not just flu. It seems to be, I'm not sure if it, if it was just the flu or whatever it was last November. It seemed to be last November, everybody was sick. Everybody, including myself. And then it came in like March as well. Everyone was sick as well. So I'm convinced that like a lot more people had it in November than we know about. Because I remember even in March, like I considered myself to you know, not be in bad health. And I had like heart problems to the point where my heart was racing nonstop. Darry, that's the, the fucking cocaine, mate. That's not <laughs> <laughs> It's possible. It's possible. <laughs> the flu. No, but like I remember I was just standing in work and I was like, holy fuck, my heart is like out of nowhere. It's just racing. And I was like, nearly falling over and it was like walking up the stairs did it win i was, <laughs> I was walking up the stairs the helmet boss was like i am not okay and i had to stop halfway up the stairs i was like here like scott like I- i'm fucked up i was like i need to go home he's like you look like you're about to die i'm like i don't know what's happened to me like, i got checked out you know i went to the hospital my heart is like fine i've no weird holes in my heart or any of that shit and only was she left the only there. Thing, the only thing that, <laughs> <laughs> you prick. Harpy bro, Simi I was giving you back in March, man. Don't be worrying about that. <laughs> now you're our manny. <laughs> oh, oh my god. And I'm convinced I had it back in March. And I know do you remember I when I picked you up on Christmas Day to go for a swim? Yeah. <laughs> yes, of course I do. So I went out uh, and for the fucking invite. Yeah, you know, fucking worry, mate. <laughs> next, next, year, next year you'll what get it. What happened Christmas year. Day? I'll get what? So my, myself and Darren decided we go for a swim, right? The 40 foot. It's, so, it's, so to give this more, dipping. To give this more reference, I didn't get home to half wow, five wow, we were. that night. I had, a, I had a very heavy night the night before. And, my, and me, me and Ryan were like, oh, do you know, we got to go there early. So I got home at like half four or five and Ryan picked me up at, what, six? So I got like less than an hour of sleep. Mm-hmm. My one, my one like ask for Dara was like, Dara, listen to me. Don't just don't be fucked up when I come and get you. Like, I'm not, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of being at different states to people who I'm around. Like, just don't be fucked up. Don't be too drunk. Don't be too whatever you are. Yeah. And then he just gets in. He's like, Rally. Like, you fucking wanker. Stop. Man, I was so drunk in your car. I got like half. An hour. I think I was actually more drunk in your car than you when I got home. drunk. Yeah, and yeah. He, he came. He came out. He came out and he goes, he goes, mate. That was actually really good. Look, I feel fresh now. Look, I, I feel. I got home and I done shots. I done a shot when I woke up. I was like, I'm too fucked. I can't be like, I can't be sober. I just have to keep going. I was like, I done a shot. I think I had a shot of whiskey or something. I was like, give me a shot of whiskey. I got in Ryan's car. I was like, oh god, I'm slaughtered here. So I was like, if I get in that seat, I'm actually gonna croak it. Like, I think my heart is gonna stop. I think my lungs are gonna stop working. I got in and I was like. Like fucking instantly sober. It was the best thing ever. And then, as we got out, uh, these guys had their coffee stands oh, and yeah, they had yeah, coffee yeah, right, right, right. Oh, these fucking blokes. But the worst thing was, yeah, I got home. 
I lasted about two hours, you know, got home, had a shower, opened all the presents. Like, do you know what? I'm actually feeling quite fresh. I haven't slept much, had a lot of drink. I'm feeling quite fresh. My hair's looking good, <laughs> skin's looking all right. You know, the sea just sorted me out, yeah? And then, like, it came to, like, we... I'll give you a blow I was going to... <laughs> <laughs> like, was it, like, seals sucking you off for Christmas? Is it that? Sorted me out. Like, sorted Them me out. teeth, Ooh, mate. Yeah. No, you underestimate the jellyfish, It came to, like, breakfast time, and I was like, oh, fuck, here we go. It just hit me like a wall. I went out, like, I think I had, like, waffles or something. I was like, because I always have, like, mad shit for Christmas. I was like, just give me, just give me, like, so I have something. I wouldn't have waffles on a normal morning. Like, I was like, give me some waffles, yeah. And I was about to eat them. And I was like, oh, bollocks, here we go. So I'm like, I had to, I had to sprint up the stairs. Everywhere. All over the jacks. I was like, I'm going back to sleep. I stepped till about, like, two o'clock or something. I woke up, had dinner, went back to sleep, and then went over, and I just enjoyed my day then. To be fair, I got a text from saying, like, Roddy, look, uh, look, I had a sleep and look good now. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, good, like. <sighs> Accent spot on, man. One hundred percent, mate. Like we can all we can all take it off. It's like, do you know what I always say? Like, yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> I, I love the inside of Darius' house on Christmas morning. It was like something mad for breakfast. Man, <laughs> man fuck it. Man, I had a crazy Christmas. I had some waffles and all. No, yeah. Man, man, surprised the fuck out of me. <laughs> oh, what is it? Waffles again for the twelfth year, bling <laughs> deadly. Every Christmas, you mad bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Gets me every time. <laughs> Man, don't be dissing waffles, yeah. Don't underrate it. <laughs> Mate, that story was a load of waffles. Oh, <laughs> that had to be said. <laughs> Heartburn breaks at any times. Oh, I don't know what to believe. Oh my good Christ. That was a fun time though. I might do that again this year. Uh, this year? Can we yeah. do it again? Yeah, that, I, have, I have waffles this year. Well, were, lads, you are more than welcome to come. Uh, I'm only going if I get the post-swim waffles. Yeah. <laughs> Lorraine better be... Listen, you can come over. I'm sure you'd be more than welcome. So. Lorraine better be waiting outside with a fucking stack. Social distance, obviously, uh, of waffles to just like, like lay on the lads. waffles. Not like potato. Yeah. Oh, oh what? what? Mate, I, I had this idea. Like, I had this idea. Like Belgian waffles. Oh no, man, waffles. like fucking bird's eye standard, like... I thought you were getting like oh, the fucking. That mad breakfast? I thought you were getting the sandwich oh, press. Okay, out. You're talking brown now. What do you mean, mad you're, you're breakfast? You're eating like? potato fucking chessboards for Christmas morning. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Wait, I thought you were getting like the Belgian press out. The Nutella was dripping yeah, down the sides. I was expecting like speculoos. Do you know me? Does that off. sound like me? Yes, yes, it fucking does. does you're a fat cunt. <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong there, man. We were in a takeaway earlier, and Dara took about 15 minutes to actually choose like the simplest thing, which is rice and chicken, <laughs> which is his normal diet, anyways, on a rice cake every now and then. And he just goes, looks at Ben and Jerry's like it's literally dripping like a dog like saliva down his mouth and he's like nah fuck it, I won't get it today every time we get a takeaway Derek like I remember before we got pizza and with that pizza Derek got a chocolate pizza and two tubs of Ben and Jerry's like you have to like, you, got, you, you got one thing so like with that I remember the exact day you're talking you talking about you forgot one thing so like we got that large pizza yeah we, we got the brownies the, the brownies well. ice cream they had like the regular uh, shitty oh, dude small. sorry we didn't get pizza we spent 40 euro on desserts Yes, that's what it was. Because we got the regular chocolate pizza, and then we got back then we got the deluxe chocolate pizza, and we had the spice bag before. These are fucking animals, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Like with my relationship with food, I'd I'd rather just hang myself to be honest. You're salty. It's definitely <laughs> it's definitely not healthy, man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't well, it's good. It's healthy. Well, how can we make your relationship with food better? I mean, what did she do to you? <laughs> it's been that way for so long. It's been that way. Oh my God, so many times. times. <laughs> how could you do this to me, chocolate brownie? How could you do this to me? You're naughty, naughty. <laughs> Are you telling me you're naughty, naughty? <laughs> naughty, naughty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> he is playing in my assholes. I get the window from a glass. You must get the window from glass. I get the step. He must get the step. I get the clock radio. He cannot afford. Great success. Your vagina like wizard sleeve. <laughs> when I buy my wife. <laughs> uh, you, you, you can give me this car with a pussy magnet. Uh, so I pay extra and you put magnet in, no? How many gypsy can I kill with this gar? <laughs> I watched War for the first time about two weeks ago, so apologies. Same. Yeah. Really? Same. Danny came over. We were supposed to do uh, we were supposed to do a podcast, but the mics got too interfering, and uh, he was like, it's "Just cosmic levels of chat, really." Yeah. Destroyed the microphone. Yeah, yeah, and we decided that uh, Borat was probably the best way. Out. We might actually flick it on now after this. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we'll, uh, we'll we'll get some um, regulated goods out and. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, we'll, fact, fact, fact. We'll delve into the cosmos. Yeah, yeah we'll just, we'll just have a good time and watch uh, watch watch Mr. Sasha Baron Cohen yeah. at its finest. I, I only watched it for the first time as well, election night, so it was good good timing to watch. That's it. That's actually not a bad show. Yeah. mate, that election was so boring. I was fantastic. Sorry, what mate. streams were you Sorry, watching? Mate. We had the best night ever. We had Crowder and we had Crowder and Mitch Shapiro. Obviously so. biased, but let me put it this way: when the stream switched off, is when we went to bed saying Trump's won a baby. Yeah, Trump. Won we it. woke up. Trump's lost a baby. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just say, I'm, I'm putting it out there. I'm putting it out there. I'll bet each of you individually, tenor each way or tenor single bets that Trump wins this election. Mate, he's already announced it on Twitter. So, I mean, like, you who, know. Want, who, I, who wants, I will who wants actually, a 50 quid bet right now? I will 50, actually go with Danny that on Trump this one. Wins. That Trump wins. 50 that Trump wins. Oh, yeah, fuck, I'll take it. 50 euro Trump I, wins. I'm on your side here. Awesome. I, I think Jordan, Trump you're a actually, fucking sheep. I think Trump <laughs> has won the election. I won 70,000, 70 million votes were for me. The okay. most legal votes ever. You're wrong. You're wrong, okay? Uh, <laughs> uh, will happen in the States if he's, if he's Can the you but imagine? Fair, wouldn't it, wouldn't no it not be hilarious to just see everything? It'd be so change. funny. It'd be so, so funny. funny. The attitude would change like that. I, by the way, I don't, I don't necessarily want Trump to win. I just think he is going to win. Yeah. See, I'm very... Can we just date this for reference? Like, so this what? is the 21st 21st? of November. The election occurred on the 4th, was it? The, yeah, the, uh, voting day was the 3rd. But, see, the thing is, right, I'm very... But cons- what, Danny, you're a retard. Joe Biden's been announced as the president of the United States of America by Associated Press and has CNN. Has he, though? It's like when I put, I put that poll up, I put a poll up on, on the Examen Stoic saying, like, oh, camp, like, you know, about time that they call this... And then they were like, the Associated Press doesn't actually call them out. How dare you make some speculation I mean, about to this? To be fair, they have every other year. Yeah. yeah. But what I see, I, I'm someone who's very conservative, right? So, like, I respect. Well, I respect tradition in, in the sense that I respect tradition, right? So, I'm socially liberal or whatever, but fiscally conservative. Ah, welcome right. to the libertarian yeah. club. Yeah, right, whatever. But <laughs> Us what, logical thinking males who think, like, we know the best thing for society, but we're really just fucked up internally. What I, yeah, you're not wrong. But what I'm saying is, like, I. I, when I walk into it like a church or something and this is just to give an arbitrary example like I, I wouldn't curse I wouldn't do anything like that like I understand that there's a certain level of respect that needs to be had for the place that I'm in right same goes for the presidency it's like there's a certain level of respect that needs to be had for that office that someone inhabits and I just don't think Trump is a good representative or actor when it comes to having you want a, you, you want a polished politician there. I, want, I want JFK I want JFK to come back I want him to come back from the dead nothing, nothing bad that, ever yeah, happens to the Kennedys what, what about what about Reagan <laughs> Because Reagan, at the end of the day, Hollywood actor, mm. quite kind of witty and loving and charming. But again, even in the eighties, it like there was a certain level of um, like conserved that you have to be. You know what I mean? Like you have to be a certain level of polished and kept up and moral and everything else that went along with like basic manners for the eighties. It's like you couldn't go out and say, "Well, 
I grabbed her by the pussy, okay, one or two times. He didn't say that. She has a face like a horse, podium. okay? Yeah, I, I know. But, I mean, she, he said that about Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah, you you can say stuff a lot. Joe Boyden has said a no, lot no, of like, fucking no, shady shit. If you, if you don't vote for me, you, you ain't black. If you're whether you're for me or you're Trump, well, then you ain't black. What? Like, come on, man. Like, I don't think either of those people are fit to be in that office. Don't get me wrong. I understand. No, neither of them are. I understand that people... Neither of them are going to end up there. It's going to be young Kamala. Yeah, well, she's going to have but, it at the end of the day. The average yeah, age sleepy, of a sleepy Joe will die in his sleep. <laughs> the average age of a male to die is eighty years old. Biden is seventy-seven. Now, not to be fair, Michael D. Higgins was, I think. Yeah, whatever. But like, either way, he doesn't have long left. I and mean, Kamala, whatever her name is, is gonna hop in and be like, "What's up, folks? I'm the new president." And like, I think that's what that's look, who the people the voted for. It is. Even if Biden is the president in twenty twenty four. Trump runs again. 100%. But I think he wins. He's going to have to concede before he runs, though. Like, he's going to have to say, Mr. Biden, you did, a, you did a great job, tremendous job of running for president. I just think that next year, when it comes to the four years, when your years are up, I'm going to come back and I'm going to take it all. You know what I mean? I, but, like... <laughs> Sorry, I lost my train of thought, but we'll, right. we'll, we'll be okay. Okay. I, th- I think... You, I think uh, I, I, I like look the 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 way I look at it is with the with the Senate the Senate's still in the in the hands of the of the Republican Party mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't see there ever being like massive change if if Biden tries to push anything federally he'll just get blocked by the Senate really mm-hmm. I feel like in some ways I'd be disappointed as a Democrat and to not have the the Senate they have the House but to not have the Senate is kind yeah. of like well the Senate's where the main action happens exactly and we look at legislation it's like well but the thing is it's beautiful that you have opposition and you want the opposition either way. Yeah, because 100%. you don't want one person getting their way completely ever, you know what I mean? Because then you have an authoritarian government. Yeah. Even if you believe and agree with everything that's been put in place, you have to have a backbench. You have to have an opposition. You have to have someone that fundamentally disagrees with you, because you come to compromise. Because hey, either way, you're upwards of seventy million Americans that voted for either of them fucking candidates. So if you just go with one person, you're fucking missing out on the opportunity you're just basically yeah. pushing a lot of americans i don't get how like don't get me wrong the american system is devolved from the english system of government right of representation which is the whole monarchy system and don't get me wrong they have like a parliament and stuff but when it comes to um our system like we basically walked into the english shoes in terms of how we got our political system it's like we have our you know our uh, house representatives and we have the lower house and the higher house and all those kind of things and we have the office of the president mm-hmm. but our president is more of a ceremonial role as opposed to anything legislative like he has to sign off bills yeah, and laws and stuff but to be fair at any stage mickey d could come in and not sign off on anything that's true but i mean like he's kind of just expected to like our president as i said is more of like a ceremonial thing we don't look to him and be like yes you should be the person who represents the country it's like you're a nice figurehead to have it's like the queen it's like the queen Right, That's the queen. Right. The queen is just there to to sign off roles. The and queen's like, in a, a monarch at the end of the day. Philip, Philip. Like if you look at if you actually look at it, you could get someone who's tyrannical to step into the shoes of Michael D. Anything constitutional that has to run through him. The same thing with um over in the UK with with, with Queen Lizzie. Mm. It's just obviously we don't take that power. It's like, yeah, and like Michael D. isn't a lizard, so I mean you know take that whatever. <laughs> it's true. But uh, do you think the Queen could, like, usurp... Or, like, Michael D could, like, usurp the power of Parliament and just be like... Yeah. Like, actually, folks, I'm going to take over now. And, like, just implement some law that just puts him in actual charge and, like, gives him the power. So well, that, that's where it goes back to the, the old doll. They have to give him... Mm. That. They have to make the legislate. Yeah. And that's the fair. legislation to do that. That's so. why I, I actually completely and fundamentally agree with the Electoral College because it disseminates power. 
away yeah. from just a popular vote and one kind of you know it's not good it's not good just to have something that's federal and that's it you want to kind of disseminate between states i was having this conversation with um marcus uh he's a guy i went to college with and he was basically saying that the electoral college like it's there for a reason and when you kind of have the argument for it that it's, it's the amount of votes are given to the state based on the population like that makes a lot of sense because it's the most representative that those states can get based on the size they are which would reflect you know where where the votes lie and who get who actually gets into power they need it they need it that makes sense i think yeah. um i just think like the americans miss out like you said with like you know they're the fact they only have two parties it's like well, okay like you know that's not the way well, to do things. End up having two parties in the election. Well, no one, no one votes for Kanye or. Um, well, the Green Party got, got a decent amount of, of votes um, this time around, in terms of them being the third party vote. Mate, just Elon Musk, just get him to be president. <laughs> Socialism <laughs> works. Gobble, gobble. gobble. <laughs> it works until you run out of other people's money. Yeah. Um, oh, I just, I, I have like such a negative bias I'm towards sorry, can, anyone. Can I just say something mm. openly? Mm. Why do people like I, I don't get this? You like, why do people inherently because it's actually at the stage now where people are getting pushed both sides further and further? Why does anyone in their right mind who lives in a democracy, who lives in a we don't have pure democracies really anyway, but mm. who lives in a regulated democracy and regulated representative democracy, yeah. yeah, why do they want in any way any form of equity or socialism? What is the benefit that it affords someone? I think that comes down to wanting the way you want to be perceived. It's like, I want everyone to be equal and have an equal chance and have everything the same. And it's like, okay, that's a phenomenal idea in theory. And it's like, it's like we what I was saying. We aren't chess pieces on the board. I understand that, mate. I get that. But it's like, you know, the way it works is if you look at Pareto distribution, and I'll bring it back to this. It's the like 80 rule. basically the 80-20 rule. And it's like, if you look at any distribution of power, of means of anything it's like that one percent that you're always talking about and you want to bring down that's still going to happen it's just only going to be a more concentrated group of people that have that power way more dangerous yeah and less of a trickle-down effect yeah it's like look if you like people are so i don't know like cognitively dissonant to the soviet union and i know you can bring up hitler like okay fair enough bring up hitler bring up someone who you want like the national socialist party that was the nazi party so that was socialism it was just more authoritarian than anything you're you're familiar with it's like it may have been fascism in the form it was implemented in but it was still socialism there were still rules and regulations set in place so that certain people like so that the german people had an equal opportunity and it was just discriminating against those people that you don't like you know the people you don't like it's like imagine that those were segregated and those were put into camps like those horrible people that you think should be put into camps they were put into camps and that's exactly what happened in nazi germany same happened in the soviet union it's like you know those people those people that had more than you those people that you didn't like they were put into camps they were put into labor camps they were killed those numbers were written off and stalin killed more people than hitler did and people don't realize that it may have been indirectly he may not have caused war or started war but he certainly killed a lot of people and a lot more of his own than hitler did you know what i mean so it's like okay you you need to educate yourself a bit more before you can make those kind of claims and decisions i'm not saying that there's a perfect form of government and the thing about the system we have is that it's imperfect and it's meant to be imperfect because otherwise we wouldn't have any change in it and that's what we need. That's what we push for constantly is change. It's something different. It's something that we feel would improve the, the way of life. And if that's right, then, you know, more power to us. But if it's wrong, then we have a process in place that we can fix it. Does that make sense? That makes complete sense. I like you have to get that off your chest, dude. <laughs> like, yeah, I feel like that was something that he said, like, spread out. Man, you've grown a third nipple. It's fucking majestic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but, like, I mean, the, I think people are very sure, like, I think... Um, I'm going to make that into a clip. That's going to be more. Do it. Fucking hell. I think people are short-sighted with this stuff. Like, even even look at the fall of of of, um, 
of let's say modern day communism at, at the berlin wall you know we have the reports which way the people move in terms of physical migration mr gorbachev tear yeah, down that wall we look at places like yugoslavia where the people flee to america like everyone flee to america people flee communism and socialism the american all the time dream. and they, that but that's it like wow. we look at this pure yeah. democracy like the way we look at it the president of the united states is the president of the free world it's the i think the best democracy we that's have. why it should be kanye 2024 who's with me boys <laughs> he's actually gonna run as a democrat next time around really yeah i mean like if you heard him on rogan he has some good ideas i like like he, i think he's on like one of those different levels you know what i mean yeah, like yeah. it's like you should be given something maybe not the presidency but you should have some you should have something going on you know i don't understand why people hate him an, an i really don't i think an advice like an advisor yeah 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 so someone who we trust though He's well-intentioned. Kanye and Elon, I'm just saying. Partnership made in heaven. That would be a good team. Kanye and Elon. But yeah, um, when it comes to... Wait, what are we talking about? Socialism. Gobble, gobble. And it works. Yeah. <laughs> but I think the Americans miss out on having only two parties, like I said. And I think you're dead right in terms of um, the fact that, you know... Anyone are... who's lived under socialism... Wouldn't want socialism, yeah, 100%. But East and West Germany... Yeah. Like anyone who has lived under socialism, and you look as you said, you look to the fall of modern day communism. I mean, look, it's still in place. And I think like I think Venezuela. Switzerland and stuff is quite different, though. Like you can't look to the to um like the Nordic countries and be like, oh, you know, that's socialism. And it's like mm. like Sweden, you mean? Yeah, Sweden. It's like well, they're not. They're not. They're regulated markets. Yeah, it's like they have free <laughs> markets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. But the thing is, a lot of people. The the thing that those societies is, they allow for movement, but they're capped. Yeah, if you get to a certain stage when you're tax bracket, you move into like an eighty-five percent tax bracket yeah. of your business. Imagine, like, um, but imagine someone claims eighty-five percent of the money you take home. Like, you're trying to feed your family, you're trying to have a house, you're trying to up, you're trying to do things you like yeah, with that money. Four or five million a year, you don't need all that money. So I'm just gonna take eighty-five percent of that. Bullshit! You earned it. You should get all of it. <laughs> it's not even that. It's like if you have that money, what are you contributing to the economy? Well, and I, that's it. And I think it's also you're just decentralizing people in general, which is yeah. a good thing. It's like if you. I'm I'm quite happy that I studied economics with politics because if I just studied politics, I'd be fed like a lot of like you know uh, left wing propaganda. But I'd be, I'd be fed a lot of like you know a lot of the what do I say more modern interpretations of the way things should be in terms of like gender quotas and all that kind of stuff. Which don't get me wrong, if women want to be involved in politics and if men want to be involved in politics, by all means they should be. I just don't think there should be quotas. I think it should be based on competency. And like don't get me wrong, there is a question of who selects the people who are most competent. But it's also a case of okay, if you look at economics and if you look at people's interests, there is a certain difference as to where men and women lie. And it's like okay, you need to facilitate for that. Because you can't force people to do certain things that they don't want to do because A, they might not be the most competent and B, they might not do a good job if it's not something that they want to do, something that they've been pushed into to further their career so that they can retire with more money, which is the thing you're trying to stop them from having by imposing all of these heavy taxes. It's like we need industry, we need businesses. Those small businesses that you want to support, they rely on capitalism to work. They rely on the economy to work. That's what you need. It's not, it's not having like, you know, less of the 1%. It's about empowering people by increasing probably wage brackets decreasing tax and having people contribute in a way that actually produces something the thing that i don't like about the irish government is the fact that we don't exactly see where all of our taxes are going and there's a lot is the thing i've talked about with my mom and dad quite a bit is like okay you're paying so much tax but like where does it go and they say the hospitals exactly when you mentioned overcrowding it was like our tax our hard tax euros go to this it's like okay well where is it then where's it showing up you know what I mean? It's like there's a lot less of that going on now. It's like, where's my tax exactly going? 
And I think the idea that Rogan points out of like a tax receipt that you could see exactly where all of your money is going and how many euros of your income has been spent on such and such, that would make a huge difference. Just the transparency, just to be able to see where it goes would make people feel a lot more at ease about giving their money away so freely to the government. The government's corrupt gobble gobble. Well, the government in essence is a self-imposed power that takes money off you to function in a society that it did not create but facilitates. Like, a government has no power. It's perceived power. It has it has a group of basically enforcers or henchmen who are on Gardaí Con in Ireland or the police force, the state police, who enforce its laws. But it has no power other than the power it afforded unto itself. Did somebody say I'm revolution? Not, I'm, not, I'm not an anarchist <laughs> by any means. I really am not But it, like, I really did. Like, for me, it's I, I, was, it's a, I have strong libertarian principles where I think the government should stay out of the, the life of the individual, mm. which means that any instance the individual has complete free reign to live their life how they want and the only caveat to that is malicious intent or harm which there are grey areas but like you know it's not it's at the extreme you can say yeah. whatever the fuck you want I think libertarian paternalism is a good argument to make for this and this is the idea of nudges right so it's like you're allowed to do what you want, but we want you to make the right decisions that are going to benefit you now and in the future. Yeah. So the idea of that is like a nudge. It's like the most common example is uh, having flies installed in the Amsterdam urinals so that like, you know, you have an, a target to aim at so there's less splashback or that. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen those. Um, or that you opt out as opposed to opt in donors. being being an organ donor. It's just small things like that. It's like having a, what econo- er, economists, e- um, economists do in supermarkets you'll see all the time that the product that's on special offer is always at eye level you know what i mean so it's like that's the one you're most likely to reach for it's like that's why the milk is always at the back like that's it to being used to kind of like draw you into something that you don't necessarily need but that you're going for but it's like if you can make those small you know like um invisible hand almost changes to the way you carry out your day-to-day life that benefits you now and in the future then i think that should be done but to the extent that the government have such like a heavy hand like you say I, i don't think that should be the way forward I think nudges are awesome. I think like we're nudged. I think you're nudged either way. So I think all you can do is make more of the nudges in life. Like even like the layout of supermarkets, everything, everything is is a nudge in many ways. But I do agree with the ta- the, the point on tax transparency. I think that needs to be there, or at least you know like the way I look at it is when I, when I see when I see you know multinationals like like Amazon and Facebook coming out and declaring like little to no tax in this country, I get a smile on my face. I'm like awesome. I don't want the government spending money because they're like historically bad at spending money that's fair i look at it i'm like amazon have reinvested their profits probably within this country causing a lot of employment whether or not it suits their agenda doesn't really matter because at the end of the day if they're big and they're help, like they're providing a lot of employment that's good that's a net positive to our economy it does mean though eventually big corporations which they do anyways can kind of govern and take society in whatever way they want but the way i look at it is who would i rather have spending money a company that is very good at doing it or the government who is historically bad at doing it if you get what I mean. No, yeah, 100%. I think, like, when it comes to the likes of... I'm not saying government-run programs. Like, we've been very fortunate, and the people in this country have been very fortunate that the government have actually sponsored this kind of, like, COVID payment, and it's gone on for a while. But I think what most people realize is that there's no such thing as a free lunch when it comes to this kind of stuff. And it's something I've said, like, over and over again. But, like, you have to understand that it's great that you're still getting money, but it's going to be the likes of us and our kids that are going to have to pay that back in some way, shape, or form. It's like you can't have that money and just like say that, oh, great, more money was like more digits were added into my account. It's like the more money that's in circulation, the less value the currency has. So it's like, think about that. Think about having less purchasing power. Think about your euro not being worth a euro. You know, 
it's it's weird i always even look at like societies like makes you feel bad for like you know even looking at people's tax returns the federal tax returns of donald trump and how he you know whatever his tax returns may be and the, the amount of it i'm like dude the person that you want in terms of running the economy at a global level is probably the person who pays the least amount of taxes if that makes sense because he understands money and he understands yeah. the person who is declaring the least amount of taxes legally not, not not evading tax but avoiding tax wherever he can is doing something that's economically and fiscally intelligent and if you were in the same position and you were earning hundreds of millions of dollars you'd probably try to do the exact same thing yeah you want to keep you like the average individual i like i think if anyone's listening to this and does not understand the principle of maximizing tax avoidance they're an idiot they're just paying more money to the state that they don't need to pay yeah and it's like people look at jeff bezos and say oh he's so evil he earns so much money how could he need that much money he started up this like he doesn't no he doesn't he doesn't nor does he want it no he's but that a business but that money isn't his bank like isn't in his bank account it's not sitting in his bank account no, doing nothing Ryan, it is Ryan, it is uh, i sorry. went on to forbes and he has its net worth is 178 billion dollars he has he, if i actually spent all his money i couldn't i couldn't he'd earn whatever i earn in in my lifetime in about seven seconds Ryan, explain that to me uh, it's actually in the economy circulating around and all the things he's invested in in terms of the net worth of Amazon and how that carry out, carries out its operations in terms of investing in different products and different small businesses, facilitating the transport, production, and what I say, advertising of those goods. So it's not just doing nothing, it's actually circulating the economy, which helps jobs, which helps people in those positions, which helps you know families get wages, which helps contribute to the economy and the stuff they buy. Also, he started up that Earth Fund to like you know try and help help with the, the, the environment. So... You know. But Amazon, you know, with this prime shipping and how quick it is, it's awful for the economy. I mean, even just changing from a five-day to two-day shipping increases greenhouse gas emissions by roughly 75%, Ryan. Jeff Bezos is an awful, evil person, and we should kill him. King Jeff. <laughs> You're pulling those tar- those numbers out of your arsehole. actually something similar, because obviously I saw Lad Bible Virtue Signal with a video a couple days ago, like, what's the real economic effect of of changing you know even shipping from like you know one next day to like you know for a week whatever it is yeah. um but i just i just think anyone could do it a decent understanding of the economics yeah no after studying it sorry i don't know if you know but i studied the economics, economics Mate, anyway, i'm sorry i have to bring this up but uh i 100 agree like the way the economy works is something that i feel a lot of people with uh, a vast political knowledge might understand um like might just stop there you know what i mean it's like it's like you understand the politics and the way things should be and you understand what good governance should be but it's when it comes to like you know where where does the tax money go what do you spend on how do you how do you keep people in jobs how do you create employment does rising or does raising the live the minimum wage to a living wage actually have a difference on employment the answer is yeah it does depends on who you look at but like all these things are stuff that i think basic people should know there's a great book called freakonomics by uh stephen levitt i think his name is um, and it basically like he answers a lot of questions um, that you wouldn't think economists could answer could answer but he does a fantastic job of it um, and for anyone who's looking for a start in any basic form of economics even drug dealing or um, when's the best time to have a kid like he answers all those questions it's a phenomenal book but I think anyone could do with a base level understanding of economics and how the world works it's exactly what I was going to ask like for someone like me who knows fuck all about economics and politics who would love to know as if where would I start? You know, uh, Freakonomics, uh, fantastic book. Um, <laughs> well, Mr. O'Bone's in forgery. That's where I started. Fell asleep in every Dave class. Dave the Rave, actually. I did, I did two weeks. Did, he, did you do Dave the Rave? He was the one that introduced us to 1984. Yes. Yeah. King shit, man. Do you remember we saw that, like, Harry... Ma- Bush. Yeah, <laughs> and they wanted to be Riddle Gee. 
for the first well, time. That purpose that? for today, lads, if you get me. <laughs> John Hurt. <laughs> Christ, yeah. What did I do in his class that was mad embarrassing? You went, you went to you kick him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, went to, I went to do, like, like, boys, I can kick above my head, like, some dumb shit. But, but you Walters heard you say it, and he was like, Tara, go on. Go on. So I done it, and then I was wearing these skill trousers, which, if you've ever worn, you know, like, the, you can't do much in them. Yeah. So like I got to like knee height I was story, like yeah, yeah that's not happening So I just I hit like the fabric And I was like yes Not myself in the back And I'd done something else What was it It was like when Gangnam Style Was popular at the time Oh I went down in the room fun. Didn't I It was the cringiest thing ever Funny at the time Didn't he tell us some story About like He crashed his mate's Half million dollar boat Which oh, one mate Which story do you want Which, <laughs> like, which Walter story This is Dave the Ray Boys bro. When I was in Australia Like do you know what I mean yeah, it was just different. Like I slide tackles Roy Kane. Yeah, took the ball off, clean off him, ran away, scored a goal. Oh, I genuinely, ah, oh, I miss him so much. If he, if I could, Do like, I can remember us. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I, I know. Yeah. You want, I actually no. think you would. You want to hope so? I yeah. yeah. genuinely. He used to stop me in the corridors all the yeah, time. Yeah, he always used to do that. But I see. Yeah, 20, remember he was like, days. no, I actually think you would. But I reckon with all the grey matter damage, all the cocaine he has done, he has <laughs> yeah. no long term <laughs> potentiation, he no moved memory. To didn't he? Yeah, yeah. but yeah, you, to be man. to be living life on his bike, on his motorbike, just cruising down there. Do you know what I mean? Uh, you want to be like yeah. Ewan McGregor and yeah. fucking what's his name Charlie whatever the fuck he's more like yeah, Mad 100%. Max than anything yeah. Yeah. with his Burkhouse blue water bottle what a king Mr. Walters uh, I might send this in shall I send this in to fucking to Temple Oak and just be like just cut this part out and be like to Mr. Walters please let us know if you remember who we are <laughs> I reckon they've lost contact with him as well though <laughs> yeah, probably at this stage yeah. they're like actually could you do us a favour and try and contact him <laughs> this is an just SOS he's going to reach out like, yeah. auditioning for the new Big Les show he's the new warning guy he's the new Scottish guy isn't <laughs> fuck off Dave he <laughs> always reminds me of Bear Grylls because he always yeah. just went in his yeah. house gear <laughs> back when it wasn't scummy it was kind of used if for its purpose talking, outdoor yeah. adventure if we're talking the coolest teachers he was definitely the coolest I think yeah, he's, uh, he's not on the ground, but he's cool. I, yeah, I, 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 love, I love him. I love him. I think he's to come in his fucking bike every morning. He used to just sit there and he's got. Do you feel any sympathy for Macbeth? He, he's probably the he only one. The same like, fucking he's the only one, like, only teacher in, like, when we were growing up, like, second, uh, first or third year, where it's like, he could be my dad or uncle, that kind of colloquial yeah, family yeah, vibe. Yeah. You know what I mean? But he always he always spoke to you like you know he spoke to you like a person. So yeah, he spoke to you yeah. like a good dad. Yeah. Do you he remember like, like lads just Champions League tonight? You don't have any homework, and we'd be like, oh, so you're yeah, a kid. yeah. But like, look, lads, if you just got the work done now, you yeah. just chill out. Oh. Lads, if you choose to do this, you choose it. If you're not, then you don't. Like, you know he is I mean? someone I would happily smoke a joint with, regardless of like if the fact that he's all there. I reckon he'd be a faggot because he'd be trying no. to be one of the lads. No, 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 no. He'd be trying to be one of the lads. Fucking dirty. What the fuck is like an eat Listen, I know, I know, I think he was local with us. Yeah, I reckon he was still sent. Obviously, he was still sent. I reckon, I reckon sometimes he tried to be one of the lads too much. Do you remember when we went on that Goshka hike and him and Baron just came in? Man, they're smoking joints and drinking whiskey at the fire. One hundred percent. Do you remember? Do you remember you can run the balls? He started crying. Yeah, I nearly got kicked off the trip, man. He started crying, oh and Baron God. had a word with me afterwards. And I know Shay laughed. <laughs> oh my God. It was like 3 a.m. Yeah, because we walked past and they had a load of bottle of whiskey in the room. And then, like, they were at the. We like, had this massive bonfire. Yeah, that's We somehow right. ordered pizza. Pizza, yeah, yeah. We got, yeah, we got yeah. to deliver up to, like, the fucking top of the mountain somehow. And they're there, like, smoking. And like, we wouldn't let us get close. Like, they were well smoking. Do you remember we smashed there. the window playing football? No. Yes. Oh, it was me, Paddy, and uh, Matthew Lawler smashed it. We smashed Christ. the window, yeah, yeah. But no, Kevin Blood, I fucking... Do you, sorry, do you not remember Shane Gallon's laugh? Uh, oh, I do, yeah. That was specific. 
Oh. It was so evil. It was so evil. On the trip. Do you not remember this specifically? No. Uh, not on the trip. No. no. I, I, you were, you were, you were my room. Yeah, yeah, no, because I, I remember oh, you. I remember, yeah, yeah, I remember. This is one of your funniest moments. This actually, this caused Bar- this caused O'Shea to get up like in his jocks and shout at Gannon. Oh fuck! Basically, yeah, 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 yeah me, it was me. Everyone was dozing <laughs> off asleep. What kind of fucking laugh is this? Everyone was dozing off asleep, and me, Aaron, Coffee, and Gannon were still talking. I think you were there. You said, "Shut the fuck up, Kevin." <laughs> <laughs> it yeah. sounds like that me. was. I think you were in the room, and then uh, we're all dozing off. You know when you're dozing off at sleep over, you're whispering. It's kind of nice, and you all dripped off. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah but there, but there was like twelve of us in bunk beds and all. Very gay. No, no. Danny was a, Danny was an altar boy for yeah. context. <laughs> it was me and Aaron Coffee chatting to Gannon. We we're just chatting, and then I was like, I was like uh, to Gannon, I was like, "Do you ever know that Barry had a nickname?" Um, I was like, what do you mean? Barry's his nickname. I was like, no, but we also used to call him E.T. And Ghana goes, E.T., what's that mean? And I go, extra testicle. (laughs) 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 And Ghana burst out laughing to the point everyone in the room woke up and you go, what the fuck? And then, Everyone, the next room woke up. We woke up the whole place, like the whole camp woke up. Uh, Who was that was having a shower? Because the showers are like very simple. <laughs> we stole the towels and had to walk through the whole place. In the I think it was Tommy. I'm not too sure though. Oh my god! It was Tommy said a fight with someone while he's bollock naked. No, because remember, do you remember uh, Mr. Walters? <laughs> Mr. Walters only gave out twice in our in our in our six years being in Temple Oak. One was when we were like throwing discs and he had to go to a funeral or something. We were throwing. Oh, uh, like, we the tipex. Tipex, sorry, everywhere. sorry. All over our desks. Yeah, and he was like, lads, like I don't want to say this to you. Will you fucking cop on? The second time was when we w- were on that retreat, and this like it was when Mr. O'Shea and Mr. Baron, or no, and Mr. Uh, Walters had to come into the room, and they're like, "Lads, what the fuck is doing? It's four a.m. Do you have some cop on and go the fuck to bed?" <laughs> they're like, so we go stoned off, you know, what are you talking about? <laughs> Extra testicles, I'm sorry. That's, That's fucking brutal. Like, I knew the... I knew, I've heard that story before, but it just hit me. It caught me off guard there. Oh no, to say, like, you know when you're in that state of, like, kind of asleep, we're all in that state, and then a few people have just... <laughs> like, the conversation started off with eight of us, and we'd all fallen soldiers. Me, Aaron, were too giddy. And, like, Darryl, you were pissed off how giddy me and Aaron were. Like, we were stupid. Like, we was just I, laughed. Was I? Yeah, but you drifted off to sleep. You're like Sandy. You know, you know Sandy Cheeks when she starts hibernating? <laughs> that big monster. <laughs> and they pull her hair and she goes. Rrr. You're like that. And uh, everyone erupted. Everyone erupted. It was so funny. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop. Stop, man. I, like, you know, sometimes I do miss. Like, I don't miss. Overall, I don't miss skill. Like, I, I wasn't a massive fan of skill, but I definitely miss some of the shit that went on. Oh, mate. Yeah, that, even there the peer mentoring weekend. Do you remember that? Wow! During the peer mentoring weekend, where we went to that weird—I don't even remember where it was. We played American football. We did archery and stuff. Oh, sorry. Really? Yes. Yes. Where, yes. Oh, I was there. It was up in the mountains, and and it was uh, a real fucking fancy place. Yes. Me, Tommy. Someone had a cat on his shoulder the whole time. All right, whatever the fuck you're yeah, doing. Anyway. And Keenan and Aaron McCarry were smoking cigarettes and got kicked out pretty much. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember, and it was it was like it was like a, a big gaff or something, and then it had this like where apartment block. I know, dude. Idea. That, that was outside this up. country in like a mythical place. That's you know, you know those TikToks you see that's like, oh, a, a different reality. That's what that, that felt was like. There. It that's... was like a weird old yeah. Hogwarts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Mr. Thompson was yeah. there. I remember that. Remember we were playing American football yes. outside. And yeah, all. yeah, yeah. Yes. That was deadly crack. I was there. Do you remember they had those uh, leap of faith thing you had to do, where you're like on this like small like four by four board. We were in harnesses and all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zip it. 
No, 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 no. not zip it. That's fourth year. Dude, this where, is a different well, thing. I need to know about this. I have no memories of that place, but that happened. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I remember talking. I remember. It was, we had to do a weird climbing thing and yeah, you yeah, jumped yeah. off. And, he, and there was like a house. foreign guy who was like, and he had to do a trust exercise yeah, because you were paired off with someone and you had to hold the rope while they jumped to support you them. You climbed this thing and then it collapsed. I think Nicky Boyan had to hold mine of all people. And I was like, who the fuck are you anyway? He was in a military. He was growing up. He had that um, US Marine Corps bag always. Yeah, I remember that. I remember, I remember I held a grudge against him for like two or two years. Why? Because he was running through the halls. He slagged walking. me once and I, that was it. Like. No, like I was just walking through the halls there yeah, and then he... And I think it was Venerio. Uh, like, was sprinting, oh, like, chasing. Geez. I don't know what the fuck they were. They were chasing each other. I was like, whatever, yeah. And they, 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 <laughs> they <laughs> into me. They, like, run straight into me. And he, like, he had a lot of paint in his bag. And his bag got ruined. And I, he tried to get make me pay for his bag. He went straight to the principal. The principal called me up. and was like, why are you running the halls? I was like, what the fuck you mean? I was like, check the cameras there. And she's like, oh, yeah, but he's after giving out. I was like, I don't give a fuck if he's after giving out. I was like, he's the one who's running. I'm not, I'm not getting in trouble for this. Remember got fucking cameras? Yeah, it was every they day. got. I think they got installed afterwards, though. Like whilst we were there, yeah. they didn't get installed like when we started. Really? They were there from the start. Sorry, I, I I met Miss O'Donnell on a on our her like one of her last days. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. gas. But uh, she came into Super Valley, and I was like, Miss, because I heard you were retiring. Because Mister Dowling used to come in, and he'd like talk. King. To me. Yeah, oh, he's king. such a king. He used to come in and talk to me sometimes, um, because I was lonely, obviously. I love that guy. And, Ryan, uh, how's it going, Ryan? Nice to see you. Know, How are the lads getting I'll just, on? I'll just never forget the Irish class where him was. Like, every single class, he would butcher Daniel Lee. How are you in my class? <laughs> Man, hang on a second. I, thought I got a fucking B. I got a B or C in Irish. I, don't get me wrong. I got a D and everything else. Because I was like, do you know what? Everyone's telling me to like drop down the pass now. I was like, fuck you. I don't no, think I'm good at sorry, this. Sorry, to be fair. Like, I actually felt like bad for you. Dylan was a bit of a cunt. Dylan was tell- basically saying, like, you know, in, in, oh, like, in like, another way. good enough for this. He was like, basically like, drop it there. I was like, no, I'm not dropping. I'm not dropping. I don't. I don't know what it was at the time. I'm not I was, leaving. I was so. I, d- I had this like mad like. Uh, I don't know like. Patriotism. Patriotism. Was like, I just want to learn my own co- my own country's language. And he would. Like, not, he did not do. And I was at, like the teacher was just like you're shit. You're like basically saying like you're shit. You're not going to learn this. I was like I'm willing to let my leaving set suffer because I can. I don't give a fuck about that school at that stage. So I was like, listen, fuck the leaving set. I want to get good at this language and I want to just be like, fuck you to so everyone who's saying like you're not doing it. And like. Fair enough, I was shit at, like, essays and all. But when it came to speaking, it, I was actually pretty good. Like, i done really good with my oral and the, the fucking... Yeah, they did well in the oral, all like... As, <laughs> always, as always, man, as always. <laughs> nothing nothing new there. But, uh, yeah, I got, like, to a really good, like... Well, not really good. I got to, like, a quite a decent level of speaking it. I couldn't speak, like, any Irish now. I'm absolutely arse at it. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> at the time, I was like... I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> at the time, I was like, I don't care if I'm good at those. I just want to get good at this. I remember I had a Rigney for an Irish teacher and don't get me wrong he's a phenomenal human being but as a teacher I was like where is the guidance here like what am I supposed to be learning where is the teaching I went in I went into my uh, to do the straw pictor and I was just kind of sitting there your man put see that's in. the first thing he just called it a straw pictor <laughs> straw <laughs> yeah I went and I was like uh, I'm in a Mark's in Zubazook in Hamburg see having fun the door with them yeah well, I don't do you remember the straw oh, pictures? Oh, sorry. Do you remember those? Do you remember the English versions of the straw pictures? Mary's pictor? going to Maga to get the arse road off. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Owen and Mary have a session when the birds are like, I bet you only had one can. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember those? Oh, that was so funny. Yeah, I remember. Oh, so we went down this class. Yeah. Yeah. Again, yeah, Mandela. Again, at once again. So Mandela, Jordan was actually never in school. I was always there. He just appeared. 
What was it? Oh, what, what were the fucking... There was the house party, there was the train station, the bag of Amberleaf. Bag of Amberleaf on the train. Mate, do you remember... Um, Sorry, do you know those uh, memes where it's like how it started, how it's going? Yeah. It's like... um, Oh, what's his name? Brendan Gleeson on the train in fucking... Uh, in a... What's what's that thing called? In uh, oh, Cockamillish. Oh, and then it's like now it's like him playing Trump. <laughs> yeah. King. What's this? This is one Is of the strawberry jokes. I like the way it's in your history. What's the crack with you? Oh no. Get the fuck away, you gay bag. <laughs> I smash your face in. I'm selling Tomo a bag of white for us. Say it to me, face you poxy junkie. Share one this lap. You'll do nothing, you muppet. Get out my fucking face, you bleeding disgrace. Buzz in for sesh town. Gotta be proper lads. Stop it Mate, they, but they were good like when they came out we were like what we played it in front we were like sir have you seen these uh these new straw pictures yeah it's like, like i was they're, studying they're, for straw picture yeah, 18 really last night so i mean we stuck it on the whole bat like on the, the massive projector screens that we had back then he laughed to be fair he loved yeah, it that's fair. I, like if i was a teacher i couldn't not laugh at that shit i'd actually probably be too childish and laugh at that stuff more than they would they're like i have my future ahead of me i have exams state exams i'm like yeah funny huh? yeah. Your cards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mate, you don't get it you will but you don't ruin now. As, as, as shit as I was in that class and as much as I pissed him off, like he was one of my favourite teachers. Like He was a sound bloke. I think you have respect for the teachers that do it like the right way. Do you know what I mean? It's he like, they're not good. they're not too friendly with you but they're also not too authoritarian. They're like, yeah. you know what? You're a fucking good kid and then it's like, do you know what? Put your phone in your fucking pocket. It's you respect. Nonce. Except, Except when he's yeah. like pragmatism, I like it. So yeah. everyone go to uh, page fucking 313. Yeah, Whatever. Write the fuck I was like, yeah, Dara, you were late for class. You got to write that out twice. And I was like, for fuck's like, sake. I don't understand that. Like, like, I don't like that kind of shit. No, I, th- I think that's just like an old fashioned way of being like, haha, don't do that again. Do you know what I mean? It's like the way they know. Yeah. If that makes sense. Who's your favorite? Get- Sorry, go ahead. So I was going to say, who's your favorite teacher? Dude, this is, this is obvious. Dude, this is too easy. Who, who loved me in a weird way? Is it Gibbons? No. No? <laughs> is it Miss Keenan? No. You know, who, who loved you in a... Mate, the priests don't count, right? Nah. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no one worried about that one. That's consensual. <laughs> who do I love? Who was my favourite teacher? <laughs> You're in the class with me. In person. Was it what? No, it wasn't Walters. Guilty. No, oh, sorry. Sorry. Mr. Right. Kelly. Yes. Yeah, for, yeah. For what? Really? He loved... No, yeah, you physics. Mr. Yeah. Kelly. Yeah. Mate, we had Fitzpatrick. I know we had. No, don't get me wrong. No, biology yeah, had Mr. Fitzpatrick. Mr. Fitzpatrick was the best teacher, and he got me to love English, and he was the best Mate, teacher. He but changed my life. No, he did. He made me understand English and actually be able exactly. to speak and articulate and be a little more elaborate and eloquent in my speech. But Mr. Kelly was the dude who was most like me in terms of thinking. Like I used to stay behind in class with him a lot of times on lunches and do shit and like get problems with him and stuff. So what? Yeah, that dude gave me the physics award. I fucking love that dude. He was like, he, and he was so smart. He was, he's oh, a, he's he too, should he not. Have, he's like, he's like a Walter White. He's yeah. like, he should, should not That's have been he there. Was. He, was literally he should a Walter not White. have been there. I felt so bad because I only, see, I keep saying this. I only learned how to learn in like second year in college when it actually mattered. Mm-hmm. When, when it actually mattered. When, <laughs> yeah, I know. But when, um, I don't know, when I started to feel bad about how I was doing, not that I didn't before. It was just like, um, I spent, I, I squandered my sixth year doing like, Stupid shit. Spending copious two... amounts of drugs. No, I wish, mate. That was that was first year in college, but um, nice. <laughs> sorry, second, first and second year, maybe third year, but I mean, I feel so bad because I I so underperformed in that class and I could have done so much better if I had just you know done more. I really liked Mr. Kelly and I felt bad every time I got a test back. You know what I mean? And it's like you know, don't get me wrong. Like I passed the Leibniz physics, thank God. God knows how, but like I just I feel so bad because. 
like he'd talk about his friends that were doing um i don't know like working on what are they called again the wind turbines and stuff and he'd just be like mr kelly you're too smart for this you shouldn't be here this is above you yeah yeah but yeah um jordan who is your favorite teacher mr fitzpatrick my mom uh, the I think only, you, should, uh, you should do you should describe Mr. Fitzpatrick. I think he's the only pe- teacher that knew my name and knew that I was in the class. Um, and, and like really only one in the whole school that actually knew. Like, no, like I I like went Jordan from awesome I went from uh, A A high A ones in like first year of secondary school like with Ra- Dave the Rave like mm. easily to second year going straight to C's third year C fourth year C fifth year C and then when I had Fitzpatrick in sixth year you just taught me how to write. And yeah. then I got an A1 to leave and I got A's all through the year, basically. It was like, just, it was like, it was the first subject that I actually wanted to get an A for a teacher. Him and Miss Finney, actually. Which Miss were, Finney, were my oh, two A's in the leaving. I love Miss Finney. But, um, G. yeah, no, it, English just became my way of, like, expressing myself. Because I used to write a lot, mm. a lot as a kid. Were you in English class? I mean, Fitzies. No, you're in Fitzies. <laughs> That's what you're talking about. Fitzies. Yeah, yeah. Like, were you in my yeah, English yeah, class? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Were you there earlier? Like we were playing this, fo- we played a song for Enrico upstairs. Right? Nah, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, I was there, and everyone else was there. So fuck off. But oh, was mate, Ryan was there? I there? You was were Ryan there. Oh, you were. mate, outrageous, outrageous. Was Ricky there? No, no, no. Ricky was downstairs. I was upstairs listening to the song. Oh, Dusty, mate, who was your favorite teacher in, in secondary school? Surprisingly. Miss um, Jones. You <laughs> 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 didn't have her for even so. Oh had me way with her. I have. <laughs> have you know those pictures that Killian took? Yeah, I saw that. I have those on my shitty iPod block, yeah. Classic. My iPod Classic. I have. No, don't. Don't. don't, 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 don't probably uh, Dowling on Gates. Because I was so determined to like actually, you know, because not he fail fancy Irish. both of them. <laughs> <laughs> nah, 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 nah. nah. Is that so, why you got I, really into me when I shaved my head last summer? nah man it was because i was like so determined to learn irish and then i i love biology i fucking love biology and uh so yeah it was i'm not i'm not sure it's one of those two one of those so definitely uh, you have to make i actually love one i would i would go uh so for subject obviously biology but for teacher i'd go down there we go that's right um yeah, I used to love physics when I was done it. So, so I'm not. I imagine I'm not sure if I'm the same as like a lot of people, but no, I, <laughs> even even though even though, <laughs> definitely Mate, not. You're definitely not. You're special. But even, even though I don't shy in uh, in fifth and sixth year, up until like fourth year, the end of fourth year, I was like surprisingly majority B's, A's, and C's had basically not failed anything up until that point. And then life happened. And then fortune <laughs> happened. I was like, ah, yeah, there's life outside school. Like, this is AIDS. Like, I don't need... I don't this is fortune is awesome because it, like, yeah. it really just makes people experience shit. Yeah. It, exper- it made me experience that, like, listen, I can do well on my leaving or I can have fun and I'm going to have fun. You Regardless of what the impact on my life, it, you can definitely do it. I did not decide to do that. I should have. Well, I didn't have... I can't say I had too much fun, to be fair. I had a lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> probably too much. But uh, yeah, up until that stage, I was like getting really good grades, and in four jam, I was like, I could not be arsed, and I was failing like basically every subject. I got it up to like. Uh, you got it up, mate! Phenomenal, man. Time. As always, no issues there. 
But in fifth and sixth, like in sixth, in sixth, to any year, ladies listening, <laughs> Dara has no issue. In, in sixth year, I got I got it like to a point where I was like, you know, I wasn't failing everything. Can you shut your mouth? Yeah, <laughs> you know it's like spi- a speck on a page. You know, the spire was modeled after Dara's cock. <laughs> well, that's a point on a semi. Life <laughs> size. Uh, yeah, I, in sixth year, I got to a point where I wasn't uh, I wasn't like failing everything. So I, I turned it around a little bit, but it was like it was way too late at that stage. But I'm doing good. I'm doing quite good now. Like I think everyone who does the leaving sorry is like hey, you're repeating the leaving again. Was <laughs> 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 this the fifth yeah. time? <laughs> <laughs> Every, like I remember, I remember doing the leaving sorry. Imagine me doing the leaving now. Imagine me doing the leaving now. Uh, how would you be the leaving? The Jew doing your guns? <laughs> So, so what's that? Like, I never would have expected, like, my life to be where it is. No wonder this cult's getting A's, though. He's been doing the course over and over again. <laughs> it's the eighth time doing the leaving. You're right. Derek can recite down. King Lear? What? <laughs> thou should not have been old till thou had been wise. Oh, stop. It raises me. But no, that's phenomenal. Yeah, like, I never thought my life would go this way. Because I remember when you were doing the leaving, it was like, if you don't get 500 points, your life is going to end, you're going to die, you're going to have a shit well, life. That was actually a lot to blame with Temple Oak, I think. I think yeah. Temple Oak painted They put so much... Well, I, I'm not sure, I can't speak for everyone, but for Miss me... Mr. Yes, Donald put yeah. a lot of emphasis on... Like, we have, we have 95% of students who go on to third level education. Are you going on the 8%? Yeah, I'm just like, right. who gives a fuck? Are they happy or not? Actually. Most it's likely just, not. Yeah. Most likely they're going to end up in course that doesn't mean shit to them. They're going to spend four years of life doing something that they're not going to enjoy. And then they're not going to, they're going to go into some shitty job that they won't like. I'm like, fuck that. Like, do something that you enjoy doing. I mean, I done a year of food science purposely so that I could get a feel of if this is something that I wanted to do. Like, I got accepted into some like decent enough science courses that I could have got a job. I could be in a lab. I could be working in a lab right now on 40 grand a year. I definitely could have been. Thank fuck you're not. No, but genuinely, look, I love science, but I'm just like, it wasn't for me. (laughs) And then I was like, do you know what? I'll do the generic thing. I'll go into a business, I'll go into a business course. And I was like, do you know what? This is also shit. Why don't I just do, as Danny point, Danny fucking put me on the right path. And I was like, thank you. I'm so fucking grateful you that cunt. But uh, (laughs) there he is eating eating this bag of ice. (laughs) Literally eating ice as we speak. Yeah, mate, thank fuck you're on the dole right now. Otherwise, you wouldn't be making that much money. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody's on the dole here, but. But uh, yeah, thank fuck for him. He was like, do you know what, Dyer? You love training. You love helping people. Why don't you just become a personal trainer? I was like, why have I not thought of this before? It was like so simple. It was like, fuck, my life has just got like instantly better. So I left my business course. I done that. And then I'm just like, fuck. Where'd you do it? Elite FPA. Shout out to Elite FPA. Yeah. <laughs> I can the plug in. Which I actually think Ryan may eventually end up in. I think it's a matter oh, of when, not that if. That and by the way, I get you a discount code. Mate, 100%. I'll use my code. Danny's. You actually have to pay 110% of the fee. Danny's Danny's cock 10 inches to get 10% off. Yeah, no, mate. Elite is phenomenal. Like, from the few times I've been there, because Dara obviously used me as a as a what like practical i suppose is one better word you were my physical dummy for his phys- yeah he, he basically ran me through this Flying program zero. yeah he uh, compiled the program for me based on my goals asked me kind of assess what i ate kind of told me like no bullshit about anything it was like you have to be completely honest track everything you do for the next week or whatever and then report back to me so i did and he ran me through a few you know basic stretches and a fitness test which like surprisingly enough i did i did quite all right in in terms of uh what was it you had to row what do you mean surprisingly enough you are a fucking king but no no listen i i had way to lose at that time right and i knew it and i'm grateful that i came across dara and the fact that elite was so facilitating in the way that they you know they run their course and that i was privy to that kind of um there's no place like it man yeah that i was privy to that kind of um knowledge and 
you know, practicality. So when I trained with Dara, he basically ran me over a lot of basics and tested my flexibility and you know, yeah, you over. yeah <laughs> all of that kind of stuff. But he got me to correct that was a, before I into a lead. That was, <laughs> he got me to correct a lot of things that I thought I was doing right in the gym, like squats and stuff. Like my form was monitored so, so closely by him and he was there every step of the way to make sure that I was doing everything correctly. And then when it came to the actual examination, thankfully it was, you know, I, I felt some pressure because, you know, you ha- you were watched on and graded on how, how effective I was and how competent I was at my, my training. And then you passed and then you became a personal trainer and all that good stuff. And then like a year on, uh, my goal was to lose weight. And the program that I followed that Dara made for me since day one, since then I've lost seven kilos. Like I, I weighed myself today and I'm down to 98, 99.2. And I started off at like 98 kilos. By the way, this is, and I'm not trying to blow smoke up my own ass or up your ass, but this is the best shape I've ever seen you in. Man. Stop sucking my cock. <laughs> <laughs> Moral of the story, folks, if you are looking to become a personal trainer, turn your passion for fitness into a career. Please get onto Elite. Mate, like, uh, it, it, I don't have a gun to their heads right now. I fucking swear. <laughs> I thought I had to pay. I thought I had to actually give money to become a lobbyist. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, seriously, when it comes to like health, fitness, training, anything you want, if you, if you want even to broaden your knowledge on health and fitness, if you're someone who you think you know a bit about, Elite is definitely the way forward. I could not recommend it enough. Like, if I'm to ask you what your, five, your favorite five that were, just tell me Elite, right? Oh, one hundred percent. Without, without, um, without. It's a, it's a running joke we have yeah. because we, we, like myself and Jordan, actually kind of work with Lee, and like, I've been to Lee. But the funny thing is, <laughs> no, no, we don't. No. <laughs> what are you saying, mate? Imagine politicians coming out and doing that. It's like, look, to be honest, I've given money to Pfizer. We do have conflicted interests, but like, come on, it's a bit of bad. Like, it's good, like the nepotism at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Imagine them coming out and Biden being like, look, at the end of the day, we did receive a hundred million from George Soros. <laughs> Nothing to see here. He just loves us. Yeah. Yeah. like um, listen we're in office now we're in power the thing's going the right way right yeah no but it's awesome and i think it's yourself and a couple of other people that have gone through it now and even you know we have a few more people who will go through i think you're going to yeah be i'm going to go through it eventually um, really yeah yeah, yeah. definitely no oh, particularly at the moment like with everything going on and you know like people are like what the fuck do i work at? are they still doing courses like yeah blend to learn online besides online. that it's arguably like the most fun i've had over that time frame so hold on if i apply to do an elite course now do I, like, can I do it from home? Most of it, yeah. But do I have to show up at a certain time? Um, Yeah, but, dude, I mean, like, we can talk about that afterwards. That's right. Yeah, yeah, okay. If okay. you need more information, just drop me DM. Mate, 100%. Uh, where, or where... head on over to Instagram. DM us with info. We will give you all the information you need. Blended learning. Sean, if you're listening, man. Look what the boys are doing. Sean, mate, if, you've, if you're listening, um, my name is Ryan Collins. Uh, if you need my date of birth, by all means, um, Danny, him, Danny can much. vouch for me. Uh, I'll 100% be very interested and uh, competent, I think, uh, as, a, as a personal trainer. So if you want to offer that to me, uh, I'll, like, be a sponsor, by all means, hop, hop on over, mate. Just give me a DM, whatever we can sort out, mate. This, this is your podcast. Me and Danny are plugging our fucking like, shit. I'm plugging myself at the minute, all right? Yeah, <laughs> surprise, night, fucking surprise. Not new day, of you. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> what were we talking about? Uh, what, what were we talking about? Um, I, I think everyone's getting slowly like we're just downward spiral now. I'm not gonna lie, I'm just slow. No, 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 we're, Man, I'm we're talking about your um, your career change. Yeah, oh, we got through that already. Yeah, yeah, no, but that's how we got onto elite, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> head on over to. <laughs> <laughs> Should we continue on that? <laughs> Do more plugs. <laughs> um, uh, the plugs we leave to later. Okay. Um. 
I think this is honestly a good place to kind of wrap it up. Uh, <laughs> in fairness, how long, the fu- how long have we been recording? Uh, and two hours, two and hours and fifteen minutes. I know it says three, but it's two. Don't listen to it. If anyone's still listening, uh, head on over to it. Oh my <laughs> fuck off, Jordan. Okay, I'm gonna do this one by one, right? Danny, um, where can people f- find you and what should they do about it? Um, in the public domain. Um, <laughs> at Instagram, just there. No, at Instagram. If you at Instagram, at Instagram, you'll find me. If you keep looking, no, but if it, like um. You know, look anywhere. I mean, if you're in in any way wanting to get into the health and fitness industry, hit drop me a DM over at, at physiotrition ph like physio and then trition. That's not too difficult. T or I T I O N, not physiotrition. If you are interested in health and fitness at all, we have a page, big account at Top Gym Tips. Um, and then if you just want to see my rambles on my funky closet, check me on my personal account at Daniele De Tofano, which you won't be able to spell, but Ryan will link beautifully for you. So appreciate me yeah, and you having me on, Ryan. May anytime. And some the, the whiskey and the, we'll, ha- we'll have to do the this vibes. Again. It's we'll beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Jordan. Give me likes. Uh, you can find me at Bass Jordan uh, on Instagram, but also check out Elite FPA. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, fuck uh, off. no, but uh, if you, you want to, you want to see some terrible pictures of me on stage and stuff, when eventually I'm allowed to get back there, that's that's where you'll find me on Instagram. But other than that, I'm I don't do anything else. Mate, forget a fucking plug. You're an extension lead at this point. Yeah, Jesus mate. Christ. Mate, I'm like a Christmas tree up here. I'm lighting everything up here. Christ. <laughs> Dusty, what about yourself? Uh, on, as well similar to Danny if you're looking for uh, to improve your training or nutrition if you have any interest uh, if you have any issues with that sorry I'm slaughtered right now <laughs> <laughs> this is the man you want to listen to Darren likes to leave by example can I say this openly for the four of us here and I speak for the four of us um Dara is the bloke who gets slaughtered, but still, out of the four of us, is in the best nick, hands down. That's very fair. So actually. if you do want someone for your health and fitness, the fella who's the slaughtered <laughs> is definitely the person to go to right now, because he knows how to do it and stay in serious nick. This fella has nips like granite. I call them granite nips when, when you're not looking. Man, I call glass of these things. It is a known fact that Michelangelo tried to make Dara, but ended up with a statue <laughs> with of David. David, was it? Yeah. Who's that David? He's bloke? disappointed to the day he died, yeah? Like, you know, it was David, Dara, not too much difference, but he had to keep the D vibe going, you know what I mean? Hence, but, like, he was trying to make Dara. He's slightly off in the D size, though, to be honest with you. Of course, because he was so, like, he was so angry with himself. He was, you know what, fuck this David guy. He's getting a yeah. small dick. Mate, apparently, apparently, right, the reason that they gave people in those days small dicks is because that they associated big dicks with savages Smart. like ourselves. Mate, where's my time machine? Let me go back. <laughs> I'd be a ruler. Sorry, sorry, hold on. But, but, but you need a ruler. Mike, to Mike, Mike, you don't need a ruler. This, this, is, this is the plug for you, Darren. It doesn't fit in a ruler. <laughs> this is the plug. Where can people find you and what should they do about it? Uh, if you go onto Instagram at, at train with Dara, so that's D-A-R-R-A-G-H. Uh, that is where you will find me. Cool fact for me is I actually work with Danny and I help him with a lot of his coaching. Wow. Wow. That's pretty cool, man. Wow. Yeah. wow. And where did you where, learn where? to become a coach, oh, Dara? Sure. <laughs> 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 Elite <laughs> FPA. Fucking <laughs> hell. Uh, anyways, uh, that was fun. Folks, um, if you want, you can find me at Real or CJC on Instagram at kind of crazy podcast on instagram and tiktok actually i think it's the only other place that i am and listen if you've made it this far fucking fair play to you my friends uh you've lasted longer than we have on this journey no, i've uh, came at least six times during this mate one hundred. i'm the only reason i'm wrapping this up kind of is because i need to go for a piss um you put a condom on your dick when you go for a piss. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, I think we should um, That's get some. Your dick. We should. Thought <laughs> 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 um, that was a fucking elephant trunk. Or <laughs> Jesus. At least you went that way. Anyway, uh, we're gonna go have some regulated goods and maybe watch for some absolute horseplay. Absolute horseplay going on, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for listening, and uh, we'll catch you next time on the Kind of Crazy Podcast. Thank you so much. Kind, kind of, kind of, kind of fucked up podcast. Uh, thank you so much. Bye.